This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale of perverts who took a trip to a Caribbean island on Jeffrey Epstein's jet. Old Jeff was a sick and twisted man. He pimped underage girls. And the men who got on his plane run the entire world. They run the whole world. But then in 2019, Jeffrey Epstein got caught. About a month later, he would end up dead, and nobody was shocked. Yes, nobody was shocked. And now a court's releasing the passenger list file with presidents, a prince or two, tech billionaires took a flight. A movie star, what were all these creeps doing on Jeffrey Epstein's arm? Yay! We got the list! Wait, where? There's, you can't see it? I mean... It's in my hand, here it is! Look! Can you read anything on it? I don't read the over 100 names I was... Jill is so stoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You got root canal today, huh? No, bud? root canal's tomorrow. Pain medication was today. today. <laughs> All morning. We've been here for a couple hours. Her eyes are half shut. I'm in so much pain, I'm just trying not to cry. So I'm, I'm doing my best. Aww. <laughs> All Rick, right. grab the comb. You're pretty. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, nearly, I'm just reading you the story, but this is, there's, there's nothing here. Uh, I told you so. I told you so. You know what we know right now? Jeffrey Epstein's brother admitted that Jeffrey Epstein said that Bill Clinton loves young girls. Whoa, breaking news. Wait a minute. Didn't we already know that? Bring out my dun-dun-dun-dum. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nearly 200 names that had previously been redacted from court documents in a lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein's former lover and accomplice, Jiswell Maxwell, has been made public in orders of a federal judge in New York. U.S. District Judge Loretta Presky ordered the release in December, but gave the Jane and Jane Doe's two weeks in the case they wanted to appeal. By the way, a bunch of them have um, contacted the judge and says, wait, wait, not yet, hold on, wait. Uh-huh. So it's been delayed, and it hasn't been delayed. Some names are going to be really, I'm telling you right now. Uh, we're at a point in our lives in this country where you can't believe anything you're being told, mm-hmm. and they think they can lie to your face, and you don't get it. Right. Because anybody believes that they were actually going to give you the names of the important people, you need to go just keep drinking. Because- I just... 
They're not giving you anything, man. Well, they weren't supposed to give us the full list, right? It was just supposed to be like 120 people that... 175. And didn't they say at the end of the month, I, th- I read January 22nd somewhere... Is that what they said? More names are going to be released January twenty second. What's the no, wait? What's the no? What happened here? yesterday is originally all the names except for two were, uh, because of two were delayed till January twenty second. Okay. Then, then about three p.m. it came out. No, 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 no. We're going to not release those two names that were requested not to be released, and we're going to release the rest of them. But we're going to release them in a rolling fashion. What what is this? Which is Why like do I have to wait for the next episode. Well, Just dump them. I don't know if you're old enough to <laughs> remember episode. the Columbia, uh, what was it, album of the week or album of the month club, where you do a dollar and you uh-huh. get an. Yeah, that's how it's going to be done. It's a rolling thing. You'll get one pervert, per uh, child week. molester per week. Oh, okay. Or something like that per day. It's like Netflix. Yeah, and, and you can return the child molester if if you don't want to pay for if it. You weren't you weren't you weren't satisfied with that one. Yeah, I so want to return it and get another one. Jar of jelly with the pervert's face on it and the charges on the back. What yeah, is it? And don't forget to download the app. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the names. <laughs> here's the shocking name we did learn that nobody really ever thought of. Guess who's on the list? Other than Bill. Now he's disappeared. David Copperfield. <gasps> But David Copperfield, it doesn't say he necessarily messed around with younger people, right? It just says he performed magic tricks for them, which is strange. Okay. I'm going to hide the salami. Want to watch? It's okay. Dude, that's... uh, So he... I just... Pervy magician's a different kind of nightmare. So, like, when the girls were done, he'd go pull a rabbit out of the hat, make them feel better. What are they, what is he, There's what's nothing. going on? There's nothing. So, he was just there. Because if you watch the news, you know what's so funny about the news today? The news today will say, names such as Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. They have to throw Donald Trump in there, well, you Donald, know? Well, Donald Trump is in pictures with Jeffrey Epstein. He did visit it's the all, island. Of course he was. What happened was he was friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein visited Mar-a-Lago when uh, Epstein started hitting on some of the staff members in Mar-a-Lago. Trump threw him out. Had right. him thrown out. Then Trump became one of the key witnesses in indicting uh, Jeffrey Epstein for uh, child trafficking. Yeah, but you're oh. not going to hear Nobody's going to add that part. No, the 2014 just, case? Yeah. Uh, 2008. So what they'll do is they'll show pictures of Trump with Epstein and they won't say anything. Uh I'm just beside myself. I mean, right now, we are in the worst media position we've ever been. They are lying to you and this whole year is going to be like that. They are lying to you routinely without any conscience. And the thing is, a lot of people still buy it because a lot of people only consume what they're used to consuming from when they were a kid. You know, ABC, CBS, NBC. Cheerios. Do you think some people know that they should be doing their own research, but they don't want to know the truth because it's going to go against what they believe, so they just choose not to? Well, that's with everything. You know, I mean, I look. I don't like being wrong, but mm-hmm. I, but I do. I do go to. I go to CNN, MSNBC, and I go to other places to see if there's something that makes any sense that maybe I'm wrong on. And it's very rare that I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying they mostly lie. Yeah, nobody likes but, to be wrong. But why would you want to be wrong more than once? Yeah, you don't want to be wrong. I mean, but a lot of people can't be wrong. That's it. Yeah. And then they shut down. You, I say with people all the time at the diner who say something like that story you read about that's been debunked. I go okay. Here it is. Here it is. This is from the FBI. Look, there it is. There were FBI agents in the crowd January 6th. That's not true. This is Look, look. It's from the FBI. There's you know, footage. There's footage. There's people in the back, you know, rooms in the... That's not true. And then they get up. I'm never listening. To, you know, I get that all the time. You know, and they know 
that they believe a lie. That's the, uh, the other part about it. Did you see that's what, what I makes them mad. You're you're really you're looking. You're stupid in the face, and you're going, oh, oh, it's me. No. I'm sure this will come out January 6th. We only have two days away. But did you see what I sent you yesterday? It was, uh, and th- you'll see things like this happen all of the time. Basically, the video footage of January 6th, when people started yeah. piling into the Capitol, and that took place at one time, and then the story was printed that it actually happened. And when the story was printed, it was a couple hours before it actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> serious? And they put them side by side, the video footage with the timestamp on it, and then the article that came out, and the article came out three hours before... It happened. They had a similar thing with 9-11 where like the BBC reporter's like, the second tower fell and it's like behind him and then he turns around and then it falls. He's like, yeah, there it is. And I was like, uh, buddy. Right. That's weird. Is that the one you sent that said super awesome FTL? That one? No? I don't know what that is. Um, no. Did you send it on your own or was it- I sent it to you too. The group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see it. All right. Well, I'll have to find that. A uh, couple things we do know. I mean, it's everything we knew already. Uh, the other guy that's probably on the list that hasn't been, you know, is Bill Gates. And it always brings me back to that just a wonderful moment. Bill Gates being interviewed by somebody. I think it was it wasn't Leslie Stahl, somebody on CBS uh, about his friendship with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, he's going to be on the list. And how many times has been at the island? And then, of course, Melinda Gates being creeped out by Jeffrey Epstein and asking Bill, hey, why do you keep hanging out with this guy? He's been convicted of child molestation. And trafficking. Well, he's got money for my foundation. So. That, that's what he says. Yeah. And the, I, the uncomfortable moment, I I used audio magic to bring up the part in the conversation where I it's it might as well say I'm guilty. Here we go. This is uh, Bill Gates. It was reported that you continue to meet with him over several years, um, and that, in other words, a number of meetings. Um, what did you do when you found out about his? background okay ready this is it this is this is this is in body language using vocal cords and breath oh god saying yeah i went down there to use underage girls listen well (laughs) i still marvel at that well (sighs) yeah he's really bad at concealing and he's one of those people who can't lie because you know he's lying well you know ultimately that's why his wife left him because she in her own interview that's what i said yeah came forward and was like, yeah, I told him it was super creepy and he wouldn't stop. Yeah. So she's like, we can't associate with this dude anymore. And he's like, oh, okay. And then yeah. she's like, okay, well, I'm going to well, go then. <laughs> that is so guttural. It's so... <laughs> then they're like, their follow-up question, you know, yeah. do you ever regret hanging out with here, him? Here it is. And, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you? Anyone else looking looking at this? Well, he's dead, so uh, you know. In general, you always have to be careful. Uh, you know, it's funny right there is that, or now you know that he contributed to wherever they had to pay to kill him. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. He's like, well, well he's, he's dead. dead so. Yeah, I mean, the it's... lesson here is keep your mouth shut and you won't die. And you know, a lot of you listening right now probably think I'm being ridiculous, but I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled their money to pay for some, you know, expert. They had to go oh, into one of the dude. more secure facilities in Manhattan to uh-huh. kill them. You think it's going to be a cheap hit, man? And if there's enough of them on the list and they pull together their money, I mean, I know Jeffrey Epstein was a ridiculously rich man, but he probably had, uh, he not probably, rid- he had he had blackmail on all of them. Yeah, and those are ridiculously rich clients. You mm-hmm. know, when you're a billionaire and you got to pay off two prison guards that maybe make what? Hundred thousand a year. So let me uh, let me also throw this in because I want to be fair. New York Post was reporting that um, 
Jeffrey Epstein's brother, Noah Epstein, said that if uh, if what they know about, if what Jeffrey knows about, this is the way it was structured, the story. If the first part was if we knew what about Trump and Bill Clinton before the 2016 election, the, the election would have been canceled and Trump would have never been president. You mean Hillary? No, President Trump. You, Bill, you said Bill Clinton, though. Bill Clinton, yeah. If we had no, that's what he said. I'm just saying what Noah Epstein said okay. about it. Jeffrey Epstein said once that if people knew what they know about Trump and Bill Clinton, for some reason, the 2016 election. Oh, because Hillary. Now, take that with a grain of salt, yeah. because a few, the, the reporter, thank God, asked some pro, some real questions yeah. and said, well, how do you know that? And Noah finally gave it up in the end, like they always do. He says, well, you know, that's what my brother said, and there's no evidence of that. It's just something he said. So, you know, and Noah's a Democrat, oh. flaming left-wing liberal, so... Whatever, but that's there. I don't want to be said. Hey, you know, if some some could very Trump. Hey, all these rich people. You never know. Never know. Yeah, I, I would ha- find it hard to believe because if in fact Trump did do something nefarious, first of all, why would he help in the convicting of Jeffrey Epstein? And number two, believe me, the media that's out there right now would have, have found, found it. it. Yeah, that's true. Here, I'll yeah. give you some proof of that. It could take me a second to find this soundbite. This is a montage of just the last month, just the last month of news coverage on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, and MSNBC of predictions of what a next Trump presidency would be like. Do you hear any bias in this? I don't know. Listen. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president, um, it, it, because if he is... You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada, because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the First Lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail or their rights might be suppressed. Cats and dogs sleeping together. (laughs) This, that, what I'm playing you right there is not, that's not made up. That's not SNL. That's not The Onion or, you know. I can't believe it. It might as well be. Can't you sue for that, like, slander-wise or No, because there's no specifics there. And it'd be a hell of a lawsuit if you tried to do it. But, I mean, at the same time, that's just a little example. There's three and a half minutes of that stuff. That is your major networks in this country. I mean, you heard it. It's the most ridiculous. If if you don't see what's going on, you really need to kind of scan around and listen to other stuff other than Mr. Muir. It's just amazing to me that people can look at Biden and overlook the obvious ways that he's kind of doing those same things that they list. No, like, oh, just sick the government on him. Don't let him run. Like, dude. all of that stuff, plain as day no, when the ha- current people do it. But when Trump does it, it's like the biggest stretch. And they're like, see, because he could maybe perhaps one day do this. And it's like, Biden just did it. 
Yeah. Nobody Especially noticed. minority groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us are free. You could have a number of things happen to you or anyone in your family. Just a number of things. Uh, <laughs> that's the Dude, most it's, vague threat. It's unbelievable. They'll it's come unbelie- up with anything. They'll come up with anything. I wish I could do this face-to-face with, with the people who don't get what's going on and just play them that and show them. It's an actual video clips. Yeah, but some people will go, well, they're right. They're right. You know, they could he's, happen. He's friends with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. He could terrorize your city. We have, we have a president right now that is violating his own oath to the Constitution by allowing an invasion to happen, and nobody flinches. Nobody does anything. Mm-hmm. He is actually treasonous by definition in the Constitution. He is treasonous. He should be removed from office immediately. But there's nothing about that. Yeah, but we don't go by actual law. We don't go by facts. We're still focused on January 6th from last year. So we're busy with that. All right, that isn't horrifying enough. I got a local horror for you. Ready for this? Pasco County woman was charged with, uh, well, she admitted the whole thing. This is messed up. Yeah, on December 20th, um, this man was found dead at the Newport Ritchie home he lived in by a healthcare nurse who went to the home to treat him. Uh, His girlfriend, for over 15 years, 69-year-old Margaret Kearney was at the home at the time of the investigation. On December 21st, a friend of Kearney's told authorities that she had several phone calls with Kearney concerning her boyfriend's health status. The friend said Kearney expressed disgust with having to care for her boyfriend as he was defecating himself due to the cancer he had, and she didn't want to clean it up. According to the affidavit, the friend said Kearney called her on December 20th and told her she smothered the victim with a pillow and he was gone. Kearney also allegedly told her friend that she planned to cover his face with a blanket, so when the nurse came the next day, they would assume he died in his sleep. Oh. These are the dumbest dredges of society. This is the bottom of the... This is when you clean your toilet and you got that last little dirty spot in the little hole that gets everything gets sucked. This is what these people are. All I can think of is the victim not only suffering from a horrible illness, but then trusting the person that you think is your companion, Yeah, and then they do that to you? Uh, Oh, man. She, like, calls her friend, and she's like, yeah, I'm just going to throw the blanket over so it looks like he's sleeping. Yeah, just just the... the I, I, evil. It's just pure evil. It it's just, what else is it? And then what was the thing at the bottom? Like, she was telling the cops, like, once they're like, all right, so we got you. And because uh, I guess her friend that she was calling was like, all right, police need to know. So they did a controlled phone call. What's that? Where like the cops are on with the friend. Oh. And she talks to him and she's like, yeah, you know, I smothered him. It's a whole thing. And they're like, all right, well, now we're the police. Oh, and, uh, damn. Yeah. I, I guess she was like giving him too much medication or something, too. On purpose. So oh, she yeah, yeah. She was drugging him and everything. Uh, she's been arrested on uh, premeditated first degree murder, being held on. Oh, this is no bond. I mean, what? what, what I'm going to waste our resources on this. Dude. Like, yeah, people like that, they don't deserve any kind of just, mercy. <sighs> Scumbag. Remember the big Black Lives Matter mural in downtown Orlando? Remember when all that frenzy was going on and big corporations were just handing this criminal organization money un- unvetted? You know, just here, take it, take it. Don't, don't, don't call me racist. Here's thousands and millions. Just take it. And none of the Black Lives Matter... Um, Families that were 
looking for them for help, got a dime. Remember when Black Lives Matter destroyed black businesses in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Black owners of these businesses that have had the businesses for 30, 40 years in their family were left with nothing. Black Lives Matter didn't help. Remember when Black Lives Matter, the uh, co-president, remember her name? Um, what was her name? <laughs> Colliers, yeah, uh, Patrice Colliers. When when she was saying, "Yeah, we're helping black people," and turns out she bought herself four homes and her family. Yeah, she she helped her own black people. She helped her own family. Yeah, bought yeah. a bunch of houses yeah. in and predominantly I, white neighborhoods. And I could go 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 on for an hour. This, in fact, is the biggest fraud ever, ever, ever in racial history in this country. Go f- yourself. Well, they're finally removing the mural downtown. Where was it? I don't. I don't it was remember. on a street. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's the oh, one yeah, on the, the middle road of the street. Right okay. by Lake Yola there. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Yeah. When you come up to like the. Just a reminder that we have we don't we we react out of emotion and we do stupid things and we, uh, you know, blow blow things up to just ridiculous you know uh, before we even check to see what's going really going on. And it's not just Black Lives Matter. There's a lot of stuff like that. We've been left behind for so many years. I have family in Jersey and other places who, yes, definitely they would come here as tourists and feel that they are welcome as well. Um, you know, it's just something very significant. And some people don't get it. The city of Orlando says the mural that's been a fixture of downtown Orlando near Lake Eola for several years will be removed as part of their quick build project. Described as small projects to include murals, artistic bulb outs or curb extensions, and crosswalks at key intersections along Rosalind Avenue. Right Orange Avenue and Magnolia Avenue. So what are they doing? They're taking it off the street and making a. St- well, I don't get it. Uh, they're, they and they're still gonna they're still gonna honor a criminal organization. They I really are a, an organization that actually did more harm to black community members than anybody else. I think what's happening here is they realize that like okay, well the BLM thing's not didn't turn out the way we thought. Get rid of the mural, but we don't want to look bad for getting rid of the mural. How about telling people the truth? How about trying that? No, no, it's part of our new city project. We're cleaning stuff up anyway, and this is just one of the things that's God, getting such cleaned, puss you know? cakes. But yeah. didn't they, what did they say they were going to put it? It sounded like at the end he said they were going to put something in. Oh, well, they said it's part of a new program where they're, like, updating curbs and making them more fun. Oh, so they're not, okay, so that's the excuse they're using. Well, yeah, this is just a part of a rebuild, it, yeah. and that just happens to be, yeah, we, have exactly. to, we have to do this in order to make the rebuild happen. Instead of saying, yeah, it was a scam, and it didn't really turn out the way oh. anybody thought it would, so. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm looking at, I have so much BLM audio. I don't know, was this, uh, do you remember this one? Let's see what Dude, this Dude, I one. got a million and one. Oh, God, so much. We have to talk about something that, honestly. Oh, this was TMZ. This is, remember this? <gasps> oh, yeah. This was groundbreaking when this with came the, out. With, this is with the, on October 7th, right? Uh, I don't recall. B- B- yeah, yeah. This is BLM about the Hamas attacks on October 7th. BLM on their homepage put, I don't want to say um, with silhouettes of people right Par- pa- the, the paragliding paragliding into the party, killing people. Is uh, enraged both of us and I and I know just from looking online, thousands and thousands of other people. Uh, it is a reaction to the terrorist attack by Hamas uh, that started on Saturday and which has now put Israel at war. This is what the Black Lives Matter Chicago chapter, and I want to emphasize that, that is the Chicago chapter, um, that posted this yesterday. And you saw it yesterday evening, called me, (laughs) because you couldn't believe what you were seeing, but it is uh, an image of a paraglider with the Palestinian flag flying off of his chute. And uh, and it says underneath it, I stand with Palestine. Now the caption, I think also bears, because the caption to me, 
is defiantly saying, I know, I know what you, your reaction is gonna be to this, and the caption says, that is all. Yeah, this is BS. That is this, this is BS. So anyway, so TMZ goes on about that, and that's uh, the lawyer and and what's his name, the guy with the dreads. Uh, I like him. What's his name? Um, Chris something. I, yeah, Chris something. Yeah. Those are the two there. I like. But uh, yeah, TMZ, 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 Hollywood. Well, I think they had to because Harvey's Jewish, right? And Chris is obviously black. So the two of them getting up there and I guess uh, cohesively standing against. Black Lives Matter, or at least in this specific case, this specific chapter of what they were saying, I think they wanted to make a joint statement against it mm-hmm. because you can't just say, Harvey can't just get up there and say it without Chris by his side, and Chris can't get up, say, up and say anything without Harvey by his side. Yeah. Otherwise, somebody's going to get called racist. Right, or, which is messed up in itself. I know. Think about it. Yeah, but it was well engineered. Mm-hmm. They had to do that. Uh, finally, Obama silent on the resignation of Harvard Claudine Gay after defending her and calling everybody else that said that she needs to leave racist. Whatever. He probably took her to lunch after. Well, she lets me borrow her glasses. Wow, that's pretty good. Let me be clear. But there, there's an opening right now if you're interested at Harvard. Oh. This is Help Wanted. Finding the perfect match for unique job opportunities. Here is today's Help Wanted ad. Do you dream of living in Boston? Do you love Ivy and hate anyone who went to Yale, a.k.a. your safety school? Then you may have what it takes to become the next president of Harvard University. Qualified applicants must have the ability to not say stupid things in front of Congress. Plagiarists need not apply. So send your resume and cover letter in your own words, please, to Harvard University. We offer a comprehensive benefits package and a generous salary, although not generous enough to afford to send your own kids to Harvard. Apply today and start your journey towards molding America's young minds into the future leaders of the world. God help us all. This has been Help Wanted, a public service of this station. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. I call that a lose, lose, lose. Streaming right now on 1059sunnyfm.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 
The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Brought to you by All Electric Services. So, Shauna, 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 poor Shauna. You ever wanted to be on Wheel of Fortune? Because I did. That's probably no. one of the only game shows I've wanted to be on. No, I wanted to be on The Price is Right. Never That's happened. a good one, too. Wanted to do Let's Make a Deal where Carol Merrill is coming down the aisle with a package. Uh-oh. Well, mom of three, Shauna. Who's she, that? Her name's Shauna. She's a mom oh, of three. That's oh. all I've said so far. No, mama three. That threw me off. Mom of three. Oh, mom of three. I thought yeah. it was like, mama three. Is she in a band? What's <laughs> Yes. Um, then she was against another contestant named Steve and then another contestant named Melissa. The three of them are up there. Wheel of Fortune. Pat Sajak is there. Shauna spins the wheel. She guesses the last letter. Everything's up there spelled out. Pat says to her, all right, can you read that for me? She's about to win. Here's what happens. Uh, Shauna, would you read what's up there, please? Conjunal company and clever conversation. No. <sighs> Steve. Congenial company yeah. and clever conversation. Yeah, we need to kind of have a coined word there you had. I'm wait, sorry. wait, wait, got to rewind it because I didn't hear what she pro- so, how she pronounced it. So the, the it said congenial company and clever conversation. The word was right in front of her, but she's, it, what came out of her mouth was conjugal company and clever conversation. She mispronounced <laughs> the word and lost it. Uh-huh. But it Could was you read up what's there. up there, please? Conjugal company and... Conjugal company. <laughs> Conjugal company. She said company, right? No, I don't think she did. Here, listen again. There, please. Conjugal company and... Conjugal company. Company. (laughs) She said company instead of company. Okay. Yeah, she deserves to lose. Yeah, so people were very upset at Prince Ajax. Why? They thought it was a technicality, but according to the rules, if it says... That's what a technicality is. Technically, you lost. You know, your little snowflake life doesn't apply to reality. She lost. She d- and the word was right in front of her. All she yeah. had to do was read it properly. But I think everybody felt yeah, bad for her. She's nervous and everything. Yeah, and I oh, think- you can feel bad for her, but... And so the guy next, Steve won. So she lost to him. It was hers. To- it was hers. She spun. It landed on the thing. All the letters were up there. Do you think those people that get upset about stuff like this go to a football game and see the other team score a touchdown and go, oh, that's awful. Oh, God, really? They should... Oh, I can't believe they did that. I don't know. <laughs> now, they- now they lose. It's not good. No, I mean, that's part of, that's what makes these game shows, game shows. I mean, somebody could be up there and have $3 million and then they hit bankrupt and they lose everything and you can't go, well, that's not fair. Well, yeah, that's part of the game. (laughs) The whole point, no whammies, no whammies. It's not nice. We shouldn't have these winners. I don't like this winner stuff. What was the, uh, what was the game show with the no whammies? With the no Uh, whammies? It's whammy. No, no, no. Double whammy. You know the game show I'm talking about? Yeah, the little cartoon guy? Yeah, and if you landed on... uh, How was his name? The little whammy guy. He looked like the... um the little cereal guy from uh Why can't I think of his name? The who, bee the bee from the Cheerios thing no, that goes no, no. Rah, 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 and runs around Tur- in Tasmanian helmet. devil. Thank you. Jeez, yeah, he kind of looks like that or the uh the little honeycomb guy. Yeah, the honeycomb guy on the box of Cheerios, honey. Somebody looked at it for me. Google what game show had the whammies. That's going to make I, I me think crazy. it was called Whammy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Okay. I'll it was just... called Press Your Luck. There it is. Now I can move on. I never heard the of that. new Press Your Luck. Yeah. When, what is that, when was that on? Whammy's an American television Press game Press Your Luck aired... was the original deal or no deal, I believe. Press Your Luck was when you had something in front of you, you had money, you had a prize, but you could either push and go further and risk it all, win more or risk it all, kind of like deal or no deal. Open the thing. Do you want to stay with this? Do you want to take it or do you want to keep opening it? 
The yeah. my favorite game show that got canceled was the, the host was actually what's his name Woodley Wood, Woodsy what's his name the, the, the Bob Wooderson. I don't know no but it was uh, greed. It came Similar. on. It came on exactly when uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire came out, and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire okay. just won the marketing game. But greed was great. Same thing you just described, except yeah. it was greed. What about uh, the weakest link? Whirl- Whirly. What was his name? Weakest, oh, the weakest link. Weakest link. She annoyed me. Where she's she'd annoying. Be like, she was annoying. Goodbye. And she she do those like little polite British jabs yeah. at you, like, well, apparently you don't know how to dress. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> Well, there's a new game show. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the um, previews for it, and I haven't watched it in full. I believe it's hosted by Rob Lowe, and you have to get into these weird contraptions. And this one girl, bless her heart, she's in a chair, and it's spinning her around like she's at the fair. And she, every time she goes by a screen, it flashes a picture, and she has to say who the celebrity is, whatever it is, but she has to try to focus on the screen every time she whips around. Yeah. And it's they put you in these weird situations and then they ask you the questions while you're in those situations. Yeah, they had a wasn't there a game show like that uh, around the time Who Wants to Be a Millionaire where you sat in a chair, lifted off the ground then they hosed you. There was fire nearby and they asked you questions while you were being attacked basically. Well, Ellen had a game show. Ellen it was called oh, Ellen yeah, yeah. Generous Game of Games. I remember and that. You'd be like on a harness. Yeah. And every time you got something got wrong, something wrong they, it would pull you up a little higher and pull you up a little higher, and then eventually you'd yank you, and you had another one where you're standing on a platform and you'd like shoot down a tube, yeah, into like a, you're on a water slide into a bunch of goo or something. Uh, that would be fun. I still like the Japanese game shows. No, the best. those are the worst. <laughs> oh ten, no, ten, oh ten naked guys trying to go up a slide full of jello. Or yeah, they like cover them in latex and they put like <laughs> slippery goo all over the steps. There's Why? a treasure chest at the top, and uh, yeah. just trying to get up there. And you get to the top, and the guy's trying to balance because even on your own you couldn't make yeah. it. But then the other guy tries to climb over you to just slippery people. And just when just when he's about to open the jackpot, he loses and he goes right down the slide. Whoa, all the way down to the jello. My oh. favorite new one is where they have like people come to dinner. You know, and they go to sit down, but like the whole restaurant's on like a tilt, like a 45 degree angle, and it's kind of like trying to enjoy the meal without falling into the. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, it'd be funny if they tilted the restaurant after you came in and thought it was everything was normal and just slowly over the time, over an hour's time. Most people can't make it to their seats. Have you seen there's restaurants out there now that are completely dark? And you walk in, the waiters all have on night vision goggles, so the waiters can see where they're going and right. they can bring you your food. But you go into a pitch black room. It screams murder to me. I could That's never do it. It's a lawsuit but, waiting to happen. He yeah. haunt the wrong thing, Your Honor. And you sit down and you they grab your hand and they put you down and they sit you across from each other. And so you're talking, but you can't see each other. Yeah, I no. mean, obviously, you know what each other looks like. You walked in together, but, and then the food comes and you have to kind of navigate. I don't, I feel like I'd knock everything over. I feel like somebody could be standing behind me getting ready to slip my throat and I wouldn't know they were there. I just, the whole thing is a big no to me. But some yeah. people, it's supposed to be this sensory thing where you really appreciate the taste of the food because oh, you can't see it. Really? Yeah, but you want to hear the fajitas, not feel them as they go by your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Pat McAfee, we talked about him yesterday. He has a podcast. He's a former athlete. I think he was a wrestler and he was a punter at one point. He was doing his podcast the other day with Aaron Rodgers and you remember that Aaron Rodgers mentioned Jimmy Kimmel as far as uh, the Epstein list goes. Um, Pat McAfee, Somebody got to him. I don't know if it's his PR person. Oh, no. Our lawyers, but here's what Pat had to say. After Aaron Rodgers made a joke about Jimmy Kimmel being on the Epstein list. 
Some things, obviously, people get very pissed off about, especially when they're that serious allegations. So we apologize for being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. Hopefully those two will just be able to settle this. You know, yeah. not mm-hmm. court-wise, but be able to chit-chat, move along. See, that's 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 even worse than uh, being a fakie from the beginning when you apologize for something you obviously meant. That makes you look like a complete puss cake. Why can't you say, and, and uh, what's his name, Stephen Smith, the one that always yells, the sports yeah, yeah. he came on and was like, you know, Joking is one thing, but when it has to do with the Epstein list, that's another. And in my brain, I'm going, why are they all protecting each other? Because they're all on the list. They're all protecting each other. I mean, you can't go, if you're not on the list and you know you're not on the list, you can be like, you being that defensive, and I know it's such a vile thing to be accused of, but you can be like, hey, I know you're joking, but obviously I'm not on the list, but you know. Jimmy Kimmel threatened to sue Aaron Rodgers. And you'll have people out there that be like, that's not a joking matter. You don't joke about things like that. Guess what? The majority of the celebrities that you love are probably on that list. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come out. Probably every movie you watched over Christmas break had at least one person in it that is probably on that list. Mm-hmm. So to think that certain celebrities like Jimmy Kimmel could be on there is not that far out of reach. I'm not saying he's on there. I'm not saying he's not on there. I have no idea. But, possible? Sure. Yeah. But I guess Jimmy Kimmel threatened to sue the show, possibly. A lawyer had to have gotten to him somehow. Which is why I'm guessing the apology happened. Yeah, I guess. Aaron didn't apologize. We'll see if he winds up doing that, but Pat McAfee, I guess because it was his show, came out and was like, oh, I'm sorry we said that. Maybe Aaron will come forward. He didn't say it, did he? Aaron didn't apologize, no. No, no, I'm saying uh, McAfee didn't say that. He's not the one that said it, right? Aaron Rodgers said it. No, but he felt the need to apologize. Apologize for for Aaron, for his guest? Apologize that it was said? Apologize that that it was on his show, That makes you even worse, you loser. Sorry, he's big, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big dude. Okay, good. I hope (laughs) he didn't hear it. Uh, the Lululemon founder. This will make you maybe. Oh, like I Lululemon. saw this. I couldn't you believe this? this. Yeah, what is this? You got to understand who who wears Lululemons primarily. White women. White wealthy liberal women. So his name was Chip Wilson. He was the founder of Lululemon. He has since stepped down. I think it was in tw- 2007. He stepped down as chairman of the board. Um, in 2013, he's the one that sparked outrage by saying, "Hey." Lululemons aren't meant to be worn by everybody because people are saying, why don't you have size 3X? And he's like, because they weren't meant for people that are 3X to wear it. He said, that's why. It's not meant to be for everybody. People are like, that's not inclusive. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he's not the board member anymore. And so Lululemon decided to come out with a whole DEI department. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, they said, we've made considerable progress since launching our inclusion, diversity, equity, and action function. And we have proud goals that we're excited to achieve. And so he came out and he's ripping this whole diversity inclusion thing. He said, it's not inspirational. Not everything has to be for everybody. And you're actually ruining your brand when you do that. Mm -hmm. You are. I mean, Target, Bud Light. I mean, do we have to give you a list what these people are so sheltered and so removed from society they don't even realize how much they hate what they do but you want to know something else what's that their stock is up 55 percent just over the past year as of wednesday afternoon lululemon was trading at 498 dollars and 91 cents per share well white liberal rich women uh-huh it's crazy uh and finally I was talking to somebody about Ozempic the other day because you're going to see... I had a story about Kelly Clarkson because I think every... Do you see Kelly Clarkson lately? Nope. Super skinny. 
Nah, I don't want to see that. I liked her the way she was. Well, she lost a ton of weight, and they asked her if she was on Ozempic. She said, no, I just started listening to my doctor, which I never did before, which is why I got overweight because of her divorce and the stress she was going through. And he told me to take Ozempic. So she's, she didn't say that, but... And then Oprah, there was a picture of Oprah. Yeah, she did the same thing where she's like, I lost weight because of smart decisions from my doctor, which include Ozempic. So she said doctor, she said medicine prescribed by my doctor, but she didn't name Ozempic. Oh, then it was uh, uh, Wegmans or whatever that stuff is. So then Christina Aguilera, have you seen her? She can't be losing weight. She's a stick now. She was already a stick. No, remember she... She ballooned she up, it a, up little a little bit. bit, but that was probably the weather. Now she's back to like, remember the dirty video? She's that thin again. <laughs> she's really, really thin, and she's got a Vegas residency coming up. And everyone's like, "Oh, she must be on Ozempic." But I was talking to somebody the other day that is in the medical field, and I said, "Question: More and more people are going on Ozempic, and she has children that are diabetic." So I said, "How do you feel about this?" She said, "You know what Ozempic does?" And I didn't realize this. I knew it made you not hungry. And it made you feel fuller longer. It slows your bowels down so that food stays in your system and in your stomach. And that's oh. what makes you not hungry. And she said it's so destructive. Are you serious? To your bowels and to your muscles. She said the women that she sees that are on it look like 15 years older than they actually are because it destroys your muscle tone. It's not like they're oh. fit and thin. Well, it's she like said, you're not taking the trash out for a week. It's just going to get weirder. Well, she said they're thin, but their skin is like hanging off their bones. They've, they're wrinkly. Toxins? I don't know if it's because, no, it's destroying their muscle. Their mother no wow. have no muscle tone. And she said, and it's really detrimental. Um, I forget the exact word that she used. I'll have to go look so at my email. So it stops a nutri- nutritional absorption? Well, Is that what's going on? it holds on to it longer, so you stay fuller longer. But my question was, if it slows your bowels down, then the toxic stuff your bowels That's are supposed to saying. be getting rid of yeah. are just staying inside of you? Isn't that bad for you? Yeah. yeah. Like said, it's like leaving your trash in the can for a week longer than you should, and you open the lid, you're like, oh, it's somehow worse. And you have to say, I said, do you have to stay it on forever? She said, you absolutely do. If you want, it, even if you're just trying to maintain and you're not trying to lose any more weight and let's say you take a lower dose of the shot because it's a weekly shot, it's something you have to stay on forever for the rest of your life. And the reason people that's are prescribing ri- it is ridiculous because they're going to get your money. Sure, you can go. Mm-hmm. I have somebody that got approved. You have to go through blood work and everything yeah. that got approved for Ozempic. That is not overweight, not even a little bit. And I said, how are, were you approved for Ozempic? You're not overweight at all. And then you have these people that really are diabetic that need to regulate their blood sugars and they need drugs like Ozempic that are actually going to do because they have diabetes. And those are the ones that, I mean, if you're, you're diabetic- You're treating one disease for another. It's Well, it's also a dependency. You're dependent on a drug now for the rest of your life. Which yeah. is destructive as hell, is what you're saying. And it's slow. I had no idea it did that with your bowels. And she's like, you're oh just better God. off being a little bigger than you want to be, but work out. Work out, well, lift weights. She's like, because it destroys your muscles. She's like, you'll have no strength whatsoever. I went to the hospital like, this was about a month ago. You remember that. Uh, it was something unrelated. And then all of a sudden, my my sugar, which I never uh-huh. really cared about, was up over 200. The guy goes, you're diabetic. I go, I'm not diabetic. He goes, yeah, you are. So I went back and I started this diet that I am on, which uh-huh. is just me not eating as much. I know that's revolutionary. I might even start it. I need a slogan. 
You mean you burn more calories than you consume? Yeah, That's so I, strange. I, I regulated my calorie intake. I've lost almost, it'll be 30 pounds by the end of this week. I've Good lost 30 pounds without a drug because he recommended Ozempic or Wachovia, whatever that is. Did he really? Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to take that no. crap. Now you're fitting into that nice sequin dress for date night. Yeah, so it's like uh, my blood sugar, I'm not diabetic. I yeah. took it, you know, a week or two into it when I cut all sugar out. Mm. That's the only thing I did. That's hard to do. I, no, it's not. No. Well, I mean, there's sugar in everything to yeah, a degree. Yeah, but natural sugar sometimes is okay. But I'm not dr- I'm not eating I'm not eating fruit. I'm not uh, I'm not taking there's no sugar. I have a little bit, you know, but the point being is my uh, blood tests come back like 90 now, which is super normal. I even yeah. had it hit an 83 the other day. I was like, "Okay, now I have low blood sugar." But I lost all that weight because I took sugar out of my diet. Sugar you don't have is... to take a pill. You don't have to take... Well, I can. I can't do it. Yeah, you can. And not everything has to be 100%. No. You don't have to go... Look, I got a box of Cheerios here. You know, there's sugar in Cheerios. Yeah, you don't have to go from what you're lot. eating now to zero of everything. Yeah. It's just a balance. But I feel like... And that's why I asked her. I said, "This doesn't sound like it could be no. It's horrible healthy for, you. for anyone." I'm trying to find this email that she said. I've had a weight problem my entire life, so I know what I'm talking about here. Um, oh, here it is. She said, "The women I've watched literally shrink overnight, and they look so old. Sagging skin and zero muscle tone. Um, the long-term effects we still don't know about the PS." Pessoas muscle, P-S-O-A-S. I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what that is. She said, these clients I know have experienced pain in their muscle. It's the connector muscle in the hip flexors. Basically connects the top half of your body to the lower half of your body. <laughs> and it's destroying that muscle. Wow. She said, the oh. bowels and the colon and the stomach are right there. So How do these drugs get approved? Keep Money. Going and just fall in half? What happens? And she's in the medical field. And, and she's like, that's why it's like, uh, she has clients come in and she's like, why, why? You're not... And, I have friends, like close friends, that are on it, that every time, I, that don't live here. So when they come in town and I see them, they're even tinier and tinier and tinier. And I'm like, my husband even said to me last time one of our friends came in town, he's like, how skinny is she trying to get? She yeah. looked ill. Like I thought, yeah, that's I thought something was wrong with her because her face was so sunken in. Yeah. And so I said to her one day, because she's a very good friend of mine that I can say that to. You know, if you're close enough with someone, you can be like, what are you doing? So I said, what are you, what is exactly you're doing that you're so thin? Like, I know you work out a lot, um, but what, you're, you're really skinny. And it, are you nervous? Like, what's happening? Are you, are you ill? She said, oh no, I'm on Ozempic. And I said, how long are you going to be on that? Cause you're, you're really thin. Like it's noticeably thin. Like, okay, what's up? What's wrong with her? Yeah. And she's like, well, you have to be on it forever or you gain back weight. And well, how about stop eating so much? Well, that's the thing with Ozempic people. You're hardly eating anything. I feel like it promotes an eating disorder. You're just not eating. Oh, and when my you God. Eat, you eat anyway. like one meal a day. But people, there's a specific story that came out that said people, a couple people I was reading said that they stopped taking Ozempic. And not only did they gain back all the weight they lost, they gained back even more weight than that. Wow. I lost 20 pounds taking Ozempic, and then I stopped taking it and gained 30 pounds. Have you tried Ozempic Ozempic? Huh? Yes, Ozempic Ozempic is the pill you take after you stop taking Ozempic and put on more weight than you lost after taking Ozempic. But what if I take Ozempic Ozempic and then put back on weight when I stop taking Ozempic Ozempic? That's why there's Ozempic Ozempic Ozempic. For when you take Ozempic, then stop taking Ozempic, then start taking Ozempic Ozempic, then stop taking Ozempic Ozempic and gain weight. Okay, then what if I... Or you could just eat better and exercise. Ever think of that? Uh, no thank you. Ozempic, Ozempic, and Ozempic, Ozempic, Ozempic. Available now. 
It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack, having fun with a world gone crazy. All right, congratulations to everyone. We're all in debt up to here. Maybe up to here. No, no, no. Okay, up to here. $34 trillion. Unbelievable. $34 trillion. Trillion. Wild. And then the IRS has the nerve to come after you for like, wow, you spent over $600 on this. I want my cut. Yep. Uh, And every president in the last five billion years is responsible. Data published by the Treasury Department showed the total public debt. It's funny how they say the total public debt. Like we had any choice on on spending a hundred bazillion dollars on all these countries we support that don't support us. You ever heard the phrase, and France came to America's aid? Have you ever heard the phrase, and Russia came to America's aid? No. No. Nobody comes to our aid. Nobody helps us out for nothing. And nobody will ever hear that phrase, even in the darkest moments of our country. People will say nice things. Remember when 9-11 happened? Oh, we're praying for the Americans. How about sending cash? Mm. Yeah, you know, the way we do. <laughs> do you see the map where it has, it says, why is all of our money over here? It's all over overseas. Why is our money over here mm. when we need it over here? And then it said, why are our troops all over here when the invasion's over here? It's like, <laughs> what's going on? The worst part is, like, it, it almost doesn't matter. Because even when we have the money, we don't use it right. Like with the California homeless thing, billions of dollars, and you could have paid the rent for every single homeless person for the four years. Instead, you made homelessness worse, and now the money's gone. (laughs) Well, look what we're doing just right now. We have a crisis on the southern border. Uh, This month, December, 302,000 people crossed. A new record. Yeah, you want to make a dent in, uh, not even a dent, but... Help take care of that debt a little bit. Start charging these people to come in. <laughs> the rest of us pay taxes. Why don't they have to? You mean like some kind of like a club, a fee to get in the club? <laughs> well, not even. That's cover what we're charge. paying. No, thirty percent of my charge. paycheck is that not enough of a cover? <laughs> Except that it's backwards. We pay them. You know when we come in this country, I got to get my wife on to tell you the story. Uh, when they come in this country, the first thing they get handed. These are the ones that use the app. Hey, I'm coming to invade your country illegally. Right. Okay, we know you're coming. We're getting your check ready. Each individual gets 2200 bucks, And following that, $1,200 a month. And there's much more than that. Health care, you get in six months, you get to work. I mean, it's it's pretty substantial. How are people that aren't legal American citizens getting health care when we have veterans here that are living on the street that can't get treated? That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh I had a story over the uh, holiday break. I Again, I was ignoring the news. I didn't want to tax my brain. I was very busy doing nothing. But uh, the Biden administration is taking money away from the VA to help illegal immigrants. Great. Why don't we just become illegal immigrants then? How do I remove my status and then come back in as, as there? So hey, I, I would love to not pay taxes, get free money, and then still be able to work. And they wonder why people joining the military, all the numbers are down. Fight for your country so we can treat you like garbage. No, my country don't fight for me. <laughs> Good point. All right. Why do these big numbers make our brains hurt? Uh, I don't think we're built for numbers larger than a certain amount. There are certain people that are really good number people. Have you noticed that? Like certain people where one side of their brain is just on fire. 
fire with the numbers and they just understand it. I've not been a numbers person. It's my sister. Well, here's a exercise you can do right now if you want. Imagine a horizontal line. Okay. The very left is marked 1,000. The right is marked 1 billion. On this line, where would you add a marker to represent 1 million? A lot closer to the 1,000 than you'd think. If you said somewhere in the middle, you'd answer the same as roughly 50% of people who do this little test here. Um, But the answer is actually much closer to 1,000 since there are 1,000 millions and 1 billion. Just to give you just to give you a little perspective on the waste, think about this. Rand Paul's annual Festivus list is a list of all the government waste. I read it to you on Monday mm-hmm. or Tuesday. It's all the list of like treadmills for cats. Oh yeah. Studying uh Labrador retrievers fur color. Yeah. Nine hundred billion dollars. What I just gave you an example of was one billion. Nine hundred billion. To finish the wall all across our border would take somewhere in the neighborhood after you're all, all said and done. It's in the neighborhood of about 10 to 12 billion. We have already sent Ukraine billion? to protect their border close to 200 billion. Just for some perspective, <clears throat> 1 million seconds is 11 days. Okay. 1 billion seconds is 31 and a half years. Holy roughly. crap. No, that. One trillion seconds? Oh. 31,710 years. We'll never pay this back. So if you paid a dollar a second, it would still take you over 30,000 years to pay it off. Can you imagine getting a credit card bill like that? (laughs) Yeah. So that's what our fine government has got us into. And they keep going out there, and I'll, I'll play this in just a second. They keep going out there and saying things like, well, you know, the rich, if they paid their share, we wouldn't have all this debt. Uh -uh. No, you're the problem. Not the rich, not the poor. You're the problem. Until we deal with you, Mr. and Mrs. Government, we're not going to have a solution for this. What's our credit score as a nation? Negative 8 million? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) And they got the nerve to come after you. Yeah, but there's reasons to be positive about the economy. Is there? Yeah. Uh, You know, right before um, January 2nd, when some people went back to work. This week, nobody went back to work. It's amazing. Um, they, CNN did their little, you know, Biden March thing they do. You know, it's it's a propaganda network, so they had to get out there and tell you how great Biden is. You just don't realize it because you're too dumb until they tell you. <laughs> so they had a professional liar come on, a show for the Biden administration, uh, Brianna Keeler, that amazing journalist she is, and she interviewed a Wall Street guy about this whole thing, and he's going to tell you how fantastic everything is. Looking at 2024, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. First of all is inflation. Uh, it, a lot of people thought it would cool, but- Okay, stop it. I got to tell you something. A year ago, I said, remember when we were just coming out of COVID and inflation was at 9%? Yeah. Month over month. Uh-huh. Uh, we started when Biden got in office at 1.5%. That was inflation at the time. And I kept saying, you know, inflation is out of control now. You can see it in the numbers. We reached a point where it was about 13%. And bread, milk, eggs, gas was going up, you know, uh, parallel to the number. Right. Yeah. So I said, well, you know what they're going to do come 2024? It's always year to year. So if in uh, January 2020, inflation was 1.5%. In January 2023, it was, I think it was around 8.5%. Inflation is actually at 10.2%. Right. Year to year. 
got you got you follow that? And I said, come January 2024, they're not going to go back to 2021 or two. They're going to go back to the year before, where inflation was already up 10% or 12%. So now inflation has been slowed down a little bit. It's down to about, what is it, uh, last month? It was pretty, it was like 4.5, I don't remember, 4.5%. But instead of, that's an addition to the inflation we already had, but they don't mention that. Uh-uh. They'll do a month to month. So if in uh, January 2022, inflation was at, you know, 9%, and now it's at 3.5%. They'll say, look how much it went down. They tell the public that it went down. In fact, it didn't go down. You have to add the 3.5% to the 9%. Inflation is still over two double digits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they hand that out when you start working for the government. They give you that book on how to lie with charts and data and statistics. <laughs> and that's what this guy's doing. Uh, it, a lot of people thought it would cool, but very few people thought inflation would cool this fast. One economist is praising it as a remarkable cool down of inflation. And because of that, the Fed is now preparing to cut interest rates maybe as soon as March. That means lower borrowing costs, mortgage rates, credit cards, car loans. All of this has fired up Wall Street. It's not because of inflation re- reduction because it's going down. What's, what they're doing is, is banks and um, people who sell homes and people who are holding on, banks that are holding on to foreclosures out the ass, the pressure's on. Hey, Mr. Fed, you're going to destroy the economy more. You got to start lowering these interest rates because they're crazy. Credit cards, you get an you get one of those APR deals. You ever get those in the mail? Yeah. Your credit card. We'll lower your APR to twenty percent a month for three months. And you're like, uh. Yeah, it's twenty nine percent. I got a car. I still have a car I bought before all this happened. My yeah. wife's car. Her loan on her car, and it wasn't a special loan. Was it three point two percent? Amazing. Now you go buy a car and see what you get. No. So I don't want to. That's the hard part. Is like. The Fed isn't part of the government. The Federal Reserve is not a government entity. It's, it's not. Like, you can look it up. It's in the white pages, not in the blue pages. It's, it's its own thing. All right. So, the EV market is falling apart. Most dealerships now don't even carry an electric vehicle in their dealerships. They'll order it for you. But, but I thought they were all trying to switch completely over to EVs by 2025. Yeah, it's not happening. People don't want these cars. And I'm I'll kidding. preface this by saying, you want to be one of those people that, you know, saves the world and all that, and you feel good because you're doing something, buy a Prius. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's true. Buy a hybrid. Hybrids, yeah. Hybrid is the most efficient and convenient because if you run out of battery power, I don't even know how they work, but I'm told that it's no problem. You get home on the gas engine. Yeah. You know, or whatever. So, as far as transitioning to that, that's the best option. But there's other things you need to know. And I've said this over and over again because I saw it on PBS of all places. Mm. You burn more carbon making a hybrid or an electric vehicle than you do if you drive a fossil-fueled car 120,000 miles. Just making the vehicle. And people don't realize that, that just making the car is worse for the environment than you driving the regular car that you're driving now. But nobody, it's out of sight, out of mind. They right. don't, well, nah, what happened before it got to me is not out of my control. They, they want you to argue over the fact that it's a climate change thing. This, electric cars have never been about climate change. No, that's they're just about- the, That's the, the, the meal that they feed you so you eat it. Like, it's, it's not about that. It's about controlling how you function and operate. Look at your cell phone. That- now, we have the capability to put terabytes in a very small area, but- What's the maximum size you can get? Maybe a terabyte for a cell phone? Mm-hmm. 500 gigs? Right. Because they want you to pay for the cloud thing. Right. Look at B- BMW. 
all your cars connected to the internet now. So when you buy that car that's fully loaded with the heat seats and then the, you know, automatic mirrors and everything, that stuff you're going to have to pay a subscription for just like you do for the cloud service. It's a way to ring nickel and dime you for everything you got. So BMW, funny you should say that, uh, right now uh, the average dealership has one electric vehicle. <laughs> now, the one that's sitting in the dealerships, most of them have been there over 131 days. The most of any car of any brand. We'll just take the El Camino you have in the back instead. Yeah. Ford Lightning got a $10,000 price cut recently, not moving any product. Yeah. Tesla is offering discounts on all of its models up to 7500 bucks. Tesla's fun, the funny thing about Tesla is now they're saying they're one of the poorly I, I I think they're beautiful, but apparently it's one of the most poorly put together made and expensive cars on the road. They are everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I can I cannot even tell you how many white Teslas are in my neighborhood. The other day, I was in the parking lot for Publix, and this lady walks up, I was parked next to her, and I just have a Ford, but she parks right next to me and she's pulling on the handle she's pulling on the handle and she's like why don't my car open and then she goes oh my gosh this isn't my car she's like i do this all the time right on the other side mm. of my car was like two other white teslas those right. were hers and i was like people are still buying them though they're everywhere it's because it's a status symbol it's but like it, the but iphone the reality is only under two percent of people in this country own electric vehicles now the average the other reason people are not buying the average new car price in the u.s hovers around forty-eight thousand. that's a pretty well-equipped decent car for your family that's this so is not much. a this is not a luxury car the average price for a bare bones Electric vehicle is $53,000. That's insane. If you live in an apartment, you really can't own one of these. There's no charging station. Right. Here's the best part. You can't even take that to get fixed anywhere but the dealership. Yep. And if Your you, mechanic can't work on that. And if you're out of warranty and you have to replace the battery, it's usually more than you paid for the good. No, I'm kidding. It's usually about ten dollars to $12,000. Holy now, cow. Pete Booty Juice, the transportation secretary, was out yesterday talking on CNBC and say completely lying to us, saying that, oh, demand is still growing. Yeah, I mean, at the outset, I want to make clear, it's still growing. It's just a matter of the rate of growth. But we are seeing it go through some ups and downs. Uh, we need to make sure that we keep pushing the upfront cost, the sticker price uh, of EVs into a range where more and more Americans feel like uh, like it's to their benefit and uh, feel confident making that choice. Uh, but we know that there are going to be some fluctuations. We also have to make sure there's the charging infrastructure to support that. Uh, there's no question that the industry is headed this way. Yeah, there is no charging infrastructure, and I'm going to tell you why. In Philadelphia, which is happening in a lot of cities because they want to virtue signal how great they are and they're helping save humanity by buying all vehicles that are have to be charged because they're electric, cities are buying service vehicles, police cars, and everything that are electric vehicles. Bad idea. Great. So when I have trouble and I need you to get to my house <clears> and your charge stops halfway to my house and you can't come to catch the bad guy, then what? Well, in Philadelphia, one TV station there, ABC 10, actually was honest, which is just mind-boggling to me. I want you to listen to this story. The uh, city government there, highly liberal, every vehicle has been replaced with electric vehicles. So every day, they have to wait to charge these vehicles. But guess what? The city has no chargers. But they have 107 electric vehicles. Listen to this story. This story started with videos sent in from a tipster and a text. Time to lay back and watch a show for an hour on city time. The person says the video shows city workers charging or waiting to charge their city-owned electric cars. The tipster tells us the workers told him they have to charge at this South Philly public lot because the city doesn't have enough of its own chargers. So we wanted to see for ourselves. Day after day, 
Visit after visit, we found city cars plugged and EV owners waiting. It does like plug up and really kind of backlog the people that are waiting. And One of the cars taking up a spot while Abe Berger waited was a city vehicle. It can take up to an hour to get a full battery at these fast chargers. It would be nice, you know, for them to have a way to charge overnight in like their own facility. Turns out they do. The city won't say where those chargers are located, but a city source sent us the map and list of where the city's 107 EV chargers are located for its fleet of 261 EVs. Many of the chargers are located in fleet shops where cars would go if they break down. They aren't regular charging spots. Other chargers are located at facilities that aren't even assigned electric vehicles, such as these police districts and the prisons complex. And then consider that the department that has the most EVs in the city doesn't have any chargers at its offices. What? Instead, LNI workers are told to use the chargers owned by EVGO, including the station in South Philly. That's where we met Kevin Taylor waiting to plug in. It's like, man, you got to wait here 40 minutes, 50 minutes, and then you got to spend another hour here to charge. It wasn't supposed to be like this. <laughs> no, wow. it was. This is all about people getting rich in Congress because just about every Congress member is invested in EVs. And then the mm -hmm. government uses our tax dollars to subsidize these electric vehicles. And even with that, they can't bring the prices down enough so you can afford it. But they, I'm telling you, man, they're getting rich off this ridiculous idea that we're going to convert to all electric vehicles by 2030. What would be interesting is if you tried to do some research and see all of the people in the government that are invested in EVs, how many of them actually own them themselves? None of them. No, no. Here's what they do. You have Jennifer Granholm, who's the energy secretary, right? And all of her people. Like, days before they put a lot of the legislation into effect that says, hey, everybody needs to switch to electric cars by this date. They sold a ton of ExxonMobil stock because mm. got to get rid of those oil things. Once we make that illegal, we're not going to need those. We are run by idiots and even local idiots. By the way, a side note here, according to uh, the investigation by Channel 10 in Philadelphia, found that the city has not licensed and does not inspect the electric charging station is now finding the ones that are existing, the ones you just heard about that are in scarce, $300 a piece. So they're finding the government, the local government there who taxes the crap out of their citizens because they never got licensed to put those electric chargers up for the 216 electric vehicles that they have no charges for at their offices. We want you to have the cars, but we don't want them to have any way to juice them up. You can't make this crap up. It's stunning. It really is. Some of the dumbest stuff I've ever heard in my life. But again, it's not always just about saving the environment or even greedy politicians. This is a great way to keep people under control. When you have every electric car that connects to the internet... I can just stop all of you. I think so people the next are COVID privy to that, comes in, You're not going to go wherever and see your friends just because I tell you not to. You're going to have to walk. But I think people are getting, they're on to that, and that's what's keeping a lot of people from getting electric vehicles. Oh, wait, I didn't pay this bill, and you're going to drive me directly to the police station instead of home from work? No, I don't think so. And it's so spooky. Like, when, I think it was like maybe, this was years ago, when Jeep came out with their new Cherokee, and Wired Magazine did this whole thing on mm -hmm. it where the guy shows how much he can hack the car remotely he's controlling the windshield wipers the brakes the horn oh, yeah, everything yeah. from his laptop and yeah. like jeep had to issue the recall and put in some kind of software update but that was just the tip of the iceberg all those cars now can be connected to that way and if you think your government doesn't have a finger in that motor you and then you said remember we were talking about the subscriptions to the car so your car might come with heated seats 
mm-hmm. and things like that, but you're not going to be able to use them unless you pay the subscription. No, yeah. turn it off. No, I had to pay you if they want. If I wanted the unlock the car from a you know remote or or uh, not that there was to restart to start the yeah. car, uh, you have to pay a subscription fee. Yeah, I said screw you. I have to pay Sirius XM. Of all people, why? I don't know. It's so wild how they do that. They right? can, it's it's not that they tell you you can't. They just nickel and dime you out of it being possible. Right. By the way, Ford is recalling certain F-150 pickup trucks with a part that could break and cause the vehicle to roll away when parked. Check that out with your dealership. Uh-oh. And Claudine Gay has resigned as the president of Harvard University for a number of reasons. I guess uh, we can have Stefanak um, explain that to you, but I won't. You know what? I'd rather put, I love this girl, Sage Steele. She's a former ESPN host. Yeah, I like her a lot. She's, she's really cool. And she's talking about the whole thing with the Harvard and the president there and the plagiarism and, of course, the racism. Almost every time Al Sharpton speaks, I get angry. She's talking about Al Sharpton came out. And now now we got all the race baiters are coming out saying, oh, they're painting Claudine Gay, who plagiarized her way to a doctorate degree and also president of the university. I mean, blatant plagiarism. I'm, it's funny. Harvard doesn't call it plagiarism. They call it duplicative language. <laughs> It's a no, duplicate of the language. It's an exact duplicate <laughs> yeah, 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 of what someone that, else said. No, no. They kick. There was one professor in Harvard that actually spoke up. I'm sure he's going to get fired. That said, well, you know, we fire, we expel students for a lot less than she did because she's had 50 incidents of plagiarism. I mean, I read it yesterday. Are they trying to say, let me guess what Al Sharpton is he's saying? It's racist because that was her only, what, what is he, what's his spin oh, on Obama it? Obama came out and, and, and defended her because this is just the way the Republicans are using this whole plagiarism thing as a Republican tool of their racist intentions. It's crazy. If Donald Trump got up there and plagiarized anything when he was president, they not only would call him on it, you'd have it on loop on every news station. Right, so here is uh, stage uh, Sage Steele. Almost every time Al Sharpton speaks, I get angry because Al Sharpton pretends that he knows what every single person of color in this country thinks, believes, how they should live, how they should act, how they should vote. I just wish he would go away. Maybe 50 years ago, right now, he is the wrong person to be speaking for anything. And by the way, I have to throw this in because, you know, it's a must here when we're discussing this kind of stuff. Sage Steele is an African-American lady. Right. All right. Remember Martin Luther King, Mr. Sharpton? I think you do. Judge me by the content of my character, not the color of my skin. And what did what happened with Claudine Gay? There are some character issues, which is why she was forced to step down. There's so many things that are disappointing to me about this story. When you look through the entire letter that Harvard sent to its community, eventually towards the end, they mentioned, okay, she has taken responsibility for some mistakes. But what did they do that stood out to me the most? They denounced the racist attacks that were apparently coming Claudine Gay's way, as they should. Any racist attacks should be denounced. They did that so clearly and swiftly in that letter. What about Claudine Gay herself when she was being asked how many times by Elise Stefanik? Is it wrong? Do you denounce any anti-Semitic comments any about the genocide of Jews students on your campus? And, and she couldn't even answer that clearly. She refused to answer it. So to me, I I, I don't have that much sympathy. And no, I don't feel like I need to stand up for her because of the color of her skin, because her character to me is so much more concerning. And she and Harvard as a whole has let America down. Yep, 100%. 
An AP reporter, Colin Brinkley, a big liberal, and Moria Gelbright wrote, quote, the plagiarism allegations came not from her academic peers, but her political foes, led by conservatives who sought to oust gay and put her career under intense scrutiny in hopes of finding a fatal flaw. Her detractors charged that gay, who has a PhD in government, was a professor at Harvard and Stanford and headed Harvard's largest division before being promoted, got the top job in large part because she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. It's funny how the people who are criticizing uh, and, and insinuating that this was all a racist action are the ones that are actually being racist. And it wasn't a racist action to hire her just because she's black? Exactly. Mm. Boom diggity. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. You didn't hear her resignation speech? No. I oh, yeah, yeah. It. We have an exclusive. Uh, let, let roll that audio. I am Harvard President Claudine Gay, and today is a day that will live in infamy. Four score and seven years ago, I was appointed president of Harvard University. But now I must say, no mas, and announce my resignation. It's one small step for woman, one giant leap for womankind. I consider myself a trailblazer, like the Milli Vanilli of education. My motto has always been, just do it. But now, I realize I'm not in Kansas anymore. Don't be sad for me. Today, I consider myself the luckiest woman on the face of the earth. And life at Harvard goes on without me. To my students, I say, ask not what your college can do for you. Ask what you can do for your college. To my colleagues, I say, do or do not, there is no try. And to my critics, I say, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What's left to say other than, that's all, folks. Seacrest out. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Oh, my God. On 105.9 Sunny FM. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Why do you say crazy stuff like that? Now, that isn't true, is it? On the Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. It's not stupid, never boring, till Bob true crime stories. Here's a guy named Carlos, 26 years old, reported missing on Christmas Day after he failed to return home from dinner with friends who said, well, he left here around 2 a.m., so I don't know why he didn't show up at home. His family did what any family would do if you have a member missing. They searched hospitals, they searched the woods, until Saturday when someone saw a mound of dirt in the house of this specific couple that he had visited for the holidays. Oh, no. His sister, um, I guess her his sister Christine is her name. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. They went and they saw my brother's T-shirt showing up out of the dirt in the backyard of this couple's house. He was a huge YouTuber. He had 1.75 million followers. Wow. So they called the police. They went there, dug it up, and it was him. The couple who owned the home, Renan Jose, 28 years old, and Caroline Mello, who's 24 years old and pregnant, claimed that the influencer had died while doing a lot of drugs and having sex with one of their sisters. Oh! This is how their couple, the couple's story goes. They said he was having sex with one of the sisters. They were all doing a bunch of coke, and he died pretty much at the end of it, and they buried his body because they didn't know what to do. Uh... So the couple... What? 
dead body, <laughs> drug-induced sex romp, and they don't know what to do, so they buried him in the backyard, I no. guess, thinking that nobody was going to ever figure it out. 1.7 million followers. Yeah. Christmas Day, doesn't show up at home. Yeah, that's not suspicious. What you, All right, what, what do we do? What do we do? All right, just put him, uh, just put him, uh, you got a shovel? Get a shovel? I have a trowel. Grab the trowel. Okay, <laughs> just, just shove the body down there. Like, that is so bad. So the couple turned themselves into the authorities. Um, the autopsy is going to determine the cause of death, but they said there's no evidence of any kind of like stab wounds, no strangulation, no gunshots. Um, if the report indicates that his death was accidental, they'll be charged with concealing a corpse. If it's proven that he was murdered, obviously they'll be charged with homicide. His sister, however, doesn't believe the story. She said, if my brother really got sick and something happened, why didn't you call an ambulance to help him? No, why didn't you just let him? Because they said he fell ill right after the deed, I guess. Uh, and he maybe, wasn't feeling good and he fell to the floor. So okay. you just leave him there? I get that maybe they were all on drugs and it seemed like a good idea at the time. But when you add in the whole, like, the corpse part and then it makes it look suspicious, mm. you should have just called the cops and then your lawyer. If you oh. don't know who he is, he's known for doing a bunch of prank videos and skits oh. on YouTube, but almost 2 million followers. Well, we wow. gotta, we got to do a follow-up on that Ooh. one for sure. Tune in again for more Bad People Doing Crime Things with Jill Bucko. Here's something they didn't need to do a study on. Americans spend, I feel like this number should be way higher. I know it is for me. Three weeks a year stressing over finances. I feel like I do a little more than that. Yeah, it's almost a uh, <laughs> daily thing. Yeah. And I try not to, I try. I really do try to not worry about things that I have no control over. Yeah. Right? I, I just try to, okay, well, if we're tight on money, then we'll just spend less on this and we'll spend less on this and we'll cut back on this and we'll see how that goes, right? I try to stick to a budget when I can. Um, Christmas, obviously... January's a little different because December was so spending heavy. Normally months wouldn't be like that, but so January's in February and maybe March are kind of recovery months. <laughs> so it just kind of depends. But maybe people are so stressed out about their finances because Big Macs could soon cost $15. What? 15 bucks. Is that a meal? Not that I no, the meal is $18. Yeah. <laughs> not that I, not that I'm buying Big Macs, but I told my story the other day that over Christmas break I was Christmas shopping with uh, my son in the car, and he said, can we go through McDonald's and get a milkshake? I said, sure. You want some french fries? He goes, yeah. We've got a small shake and a small fry. No meal, no cheeseburger, no chicken nuggets, no nothing. It was french fries and a milkshake, and it was $7.99, and I almost pooped my pants. I thought, you got to be kidding me. $8 for... I, have you seen the small fries, yeah, by yeah, the way? Yeah, They're yeah, smaller tiny. than they used to be. Yep. Oh, They're yeah. little bitty. It's a biteful. And then the milkshake's like a shot-o milkshake. <laughs> if you can get one. Eight. Dollars And now they're saying, yeah, $15 for Big Macs. Do you want to know why? My mother called it because I was bitching to my mom on the way home about well, the $8 McDonald's order. Can I guess? Go ahead. It's, it just happened. The uh, minimum wage went up through the roof. Correct. She yeah. said, well, they just raised their minimum wage. They got to pay for their employees. That's why they're raising the prices of everything. And the consequences of that is already happening. Now, it used to be where there was uh, two, two people... There was two people for every job open. Uh-huh. Now there's only one person, 1.4. And jobs are becoming more scarce because people are like, well, you want 15 bucks an hour? Well, we won't hire that third, fourth, fifth right. person. We just, exactly. Yeah. Now you'll have to do more of the work. You're getting paid more. You know, the whole, we lost the whole, the whole uh, idea of part-time work. Mm. Yeah. Because I worked since I was 13. It was never meant to be to you know, to live on. To live on. No. It was it was a starter job for you to learn about responsibility and working and being in front of customers right. and, and you know make you made a little money, but it was never meant to sustain you, you know, and three kids. But no, that's you why have, you have three until you can get a one. But yeah, you have you have people that have that mentality. Like I know people 
that have three, four part-time jobs. And I say, you know, you could get one full-time job and just have to do the one thing, right? But they don't want to do what's required of them. They don't want to go through training. They don't want to, oh, well, I'd have to go take this course or I'd have to go do this or I can't do drug. You know, they want to do the jobs where the minimum is Mm -hmm. required of them. So they get four jobs where the minimum is required of them because they're not willing to put the effort in to the one big job. But even some of those big jobs. And I'm not saying that's everybody. No, it's not everybody. But I mean, I I know one angry young lady that, uh, young. Stop talking about me like I'm not here. I know. Uh, <laughs> that uh, was sick of working. Where did she work? Oh, God. It was, it was really, it was fast food, I think. Okay. And she was like, I'm going to get my real estate license. So she Good. went, she went, she didn't study. Oh. She went to a couple of classes, missed a few, failed the test and quit. I was like, what happened? She's like, oh, it's too hard. I go, okay, I'll take fries with that. Um, if Kim Kardashian can pass the bar. No, it's just the, the amount of effort now is like below minimum. Nobody wants, and here's the thing, back in back in my day, if you failed at something and you really wanted to do it, guess what? You did it again. You come back harder. You come back, you study again. Okay, let me try another time. Let's see if this one works. No. People don't operate that way anymore, though. Like, you, for a lot of the stuff that you like to do isn't necessarily a sustainable option. You know, it, it's hard to find that thing and that then, can both. It, it's a, the Japanese thing, ikigai. What's that? It's um, you pick something that you like to do, that you're good at, that the world needs, that you can be paid for. If you're missing one of those four things, it's just a hobby or a passion or a vocation. You don't have your. Yeah, thing. but I I understand that, and we're very lucky that we get to do what we love every single day, and we get paid for it, and and this is our career. But sometimes work is called work for a reason. You don't want to do it, but you got to get the job to do the work to make the money to pay the bills. I've had jobs that I've hated in the past because they paid money and I had bills to pay. Yeah, but a lot of people don't realize too, and a lot of jobs like this one, because a lot of people probably look at this. I oh, look at them; they're making all that money. Fourteen different cities I had to move to. Mm-hmm. I had to move because that was the only way I was going to get to move up and get promoted. Oh, if you had any idea the crap I've been through the past twenty-five yeah. years to get to where I am, whoo, yeah. Lord. I starved for ten years, literally starved. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I was rolling I used joints to with sleep the money, here but, right? on a bed of Sobe Life Water. And That's you're not true. lying. You did. You were I, homeless for a while. I discovered <laughs> him under the counter here. That's how I, I discovered him for the show. Most hey, look, radio a free people. Guy. <laughs> I mean, I know another girl in radio that used to. She would do. She was doing an overnight shift, and so what she would do is. She she would sleep in the parking lot a couple hours because she had a part-time job during yeah. the day. She'd come in the parking lot, sleep for a couple hours, set her alarm, come upstairs, do her overnight. This is how radio people function. <laughs> so to get to where we are- Not anymore. It took it. Well, they won't know. Nobody's hiring anymore. No. They don't want to hire anybody. And nobody wants to do it. Yeah. So that's just not- I mean, I remember when people climb over each other to get into radio. They would yeah. do anything. Well, yeah. Anything. I got, uh, when I first started in radio, I was paid $18,000 a year. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was awesome. I was like, 18 grand? That's amazing. <laughs> Meanwhile, the company's like, can you believe we paid him that little? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, $15 for yeah. a Big Mac, I feel like you said what, Rick? I can go to the diner and get a burger that's brought to me. Yeah, for I don't 11 have to eat bucks, it in my car for $11. A huge burger with bacon on it and cheese and goo running down the side with a nice brioche bun. See? <laughs> Available now at DeBerry Diner. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Now, are you guys have uh, $30 breakfast bagel sandwiches or no? No, it's no, it's McDonald's. Isn't that something that, that McDonald's is actually more expensive now than some most restaurants? And the funny thing is, you ordered the steak bagel, and how good was the steak? Oh, God. I'm guessing not good. It was actually really good. Oh, yeah, was it? Yeah, really but that good. meat can't oh. be coming from some oh, animal. Oh, no. You know it's definitely like floor meat, but at the same time- <laughs> floor it's, meat? It's the way they season it. What's floor meat? You know, they the dropped on the floor from the other stuff. You know how Wendy's used to do their chili? <laughs> what? Well, because they would 
they would scrape the grill and they would use the grill scrapings from the burger. Oh, hey, that's like, tasty chili. stuff. I, I love got, that. Like, a lawsuit over it had to change the chili and everybody's upset. Yeah, because if you're if you're Spanish, you know what raspa is. It's the rice gets burnt when you're doing uh-huh. fried rice on the bottom. Oh my god, I could eat a whole slice well, of that. Anytime you cook something and those brown bits are at the bottom, that's uh-huh. flavor right there. Oh, you yeah. want to scrape that up. That's yeah. the best stuff. But of course, now it's frowned upon. Okay. But I really enjoyed it. That was a good bagel. But. It, not $15 worth? All right, I'm getting hungry. Go. Speaking of uh, uh, frowned upon, we talked yesterday about how Mickey Mouse and Steamboat Willie, well, the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse, I should say, there's legality to it, is now public domain. And so now they have, uh, what is it, Mickey's Mousetrap? It's a horror movie. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Just like the Winnie the Pooh one. Yeah, Blood and Honey. Put the yeah. phone down. Put the phone down, please. I was like, Dude, Put the phone down. down. There's a mouse with a knife behind you. Turn it down, please, Jake. Oh, God, I love these movies. I don't know what it is. I just love this stuff. Oh, if you haven't seen Blood and Honey, it's stupid, but it's like a cheesy, fun horror movie. And so this one's the same. It's this girl's 21st birthday, and they're all in an arcade. And then some crazy person puts on the Steamboat Willie, which is like this deformed Mickey Mouse mask, and goes around and starts killing everybody. Now, that Steamboat Willie is public domain, it means anybody can use it. So what are the chances that Uh, it's going to start doing some adult content? Absolutely. Want to see more of Mickey Mouse now that he's in the public domain? Then subscribe to Mouse Hub, the adult (laughs) Mickey Mouse site. Did someone order a pizza? Oh, Oh, yeah. Let's get goofy. On Mouse Hub, there's a category for all your Mickey-related fantasies. Hey, Stepsis Minnie, want to check out my steamboat, Willie? America's favorite rodent is totally uncensored and is only wearing a pair of flimsy red shorts. I may have only four fingers, but I still know how to use my hands. So visit Mouse Hub today for all your Mickey ear erotica and make old Walt Disney turn over in his grave slash cryogenic freeze chamber. M-I-C-K. <laughs> E-Y-M-O, yeah, baby. I'm in the Magic Kingdom. I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. Are you ready for some stupid news? It's stupid. Yeah. But we like it. Here's Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. You know, I forgot about uh, all the fireworks that were set off on uh, New Year's Eve. It's become a thing now. Yeah. I like it. Did you, were you blowing stuff? Because I tried to call both of y'all No, we were blowing stuff up. Neither one of y'all answered my Oh, phone yeah, call. I was, uh... Toasted? Uh, and not really. I mean, I was a little half in the bag, but Puppy was all upset because of the fireworks. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, do I-, I was like, bud, you don't have to sit in my lap. I'm trying to poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you would be... That's what I thought you would be doing at, at New midnight. Year's Eve at midnight. <laughs> it's a different... It's a departure from my normal party. Honey, I gotta kiss you. It's midnight. Happy New Year. Hold on. Hang on a sec, darling. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's cool now is they have these boxes you can buy. I mean, they're expensive, but uh, you just light it, and it does all the firework display for you, you know? It's oh, what's huge the fun in that? Nice. I know, but sometimes you just want to sit and enjoy your own fireworks, so it's a huge box. Sometimes it's 100 bucks, but it goes on for like five minutes. Do you know that we always get those little poppers every year, like the big tubes that you pop the confetti poppers? We get those every year. Went to go buy them this year. They were sold out. Then we went to another store, and they had one left. Do you know they were charging $15 for those suckers this year? For a bag no, of them? No, normally they're like 3 bucks for one. They were like $15. I'm like... Where do you get off $15? I'll cut up some paper and throw it off my balcony. The confetti popper? Yeah, where you just go... What? 
That's what you. That's what you got for New Year's Eve. Well, I live. On, I live in an apartment building. What do you want me to do? Oh, that's great. You can shoot the little uh, fireballs at people down below. We do the confetti poppers all over the balcony, and then we do the sparklers for the kids. You know, the kids like the little sparklers. But the See, people the fire, right up- fireworks must safer. You can burn yourself with a sparkler. Yeah. No, yeah, they hurt. And the little pop things that you throw at people's feet, those things burn too. If they don't burn out and you step on them with your bare feet. Oh, you got to get the, the, what's that thing called? The shooter thing, smoke? The one you light on the bottom and it shoots balls? Oh, the Roman candle? Roman candles. That's yeah, what you, you blow your get. hand off with that. You yeah, you can. can. You can? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can. I haven't burned my hand off yet. This guy was trying to kill himself, I guess. Um, he's been, went viral, launched a firework from his mouth. Boom, 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 boom. Well, that's dumb. Ouch. And New Year's Eve in the UK, the video shows Rise is his name, sticking the firework between his teeth before lighting the fuse. The chap is uh, then hit in the face by a spray of sparks as the small missile launches. How drunk are you, you know, or stupid? I mean, I, if you're drunk, I could I almost respect that you did that. But if you're sober and you put a rocket in your mouth, you think it's that didn't uh, sound right, did it? <laughs> Hello, nine one one. I'm sorry, sir. What? Should we send an ambulance? Like, how do you do that? I don't get it. Your dentist is making a lot of money, huh? I met one of these. An Alabama woman with two uteri and two cervixes. No. Uh. You she's, love doing stories about this. She's given birth to two babies. I didn't pick this out. Smoked it. She carried one of them in each uterus. Yeah. Kelsey Hatcher of Dora, Alabama, about 28 miles north of Birmingham, gave birth to two girls on Wednesday and Thursday after a combined 20 hours of labor. Oh, wow. And they weren't uh, and they weren't twins, which is crazy. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, because they're not. Oh, no. yeah. No, because they're separate. separate. Hatcher was oh. diagnosed with a double uterus, also called uteri diphallus. All right. When she was 17, the rare congenital condition occurs in 0.03% of women, according to a report published by the Uterus University of Alabama. The Uterus University of Alabama. How many people went there? That's my alma mater. Guess where I'm a professor. (laughs) You know, this story, this next story, our final story, I kind of relate to this because I have a thing about vacuum cleaners. I love vacuum cleaners. Oh, man, I got this new Dyson for Christmas I bought myself. It's got the laser light in the front. (gasps) The thing is, is that I just realized, it's it's terrible. I just realized from this new vacuum cleaner that not only do I have to vacuum every single day, but the regular vacuum cleaner doesn't work anymore. Doesn't pick anything up. No, Mm -hmm. even when it's new. This thing shows you what you're picking up and it uses a special brush and it actually cleans the, picks up everything on the wow. floor. The stuff that, forget the cats. I go in a room where there's no cats a lot. Just the dust. Dust. Oh, the dust is insane. I mean, it's good for you, but <sighs> I didn't know it was that much. There's a lot of dust. Do the cats you? like to play with the laser? No, they don't bother. No, no oh. but I like it. It's very soothing to go zzz, see all the stuff getting picked up. Yeah, it makes me happy when things are dusted and clean. Well, this lady likes to scrub toilets and bathrooms. She, uh, Jill, is this you? I know. She loves, uh, <laughs> she loves scrubbing caked gook excrement and filth off public bathroom floors. Um, she, this is her pastime. She likes to work for Target and Walmart for free. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And she just goes in there and click. Do they know she's doing it for free? She, no, yeah, she volunteers. She's an anti slop shopper, she says. Uh, she kicks off the new year by dedicating her free time and tidying up expertise to beautifying the toilet shelves and aisles of high traffic spots in major department stores. I like mean, that's really Target. nice of her. Isn't that crazy? She has 4.3 million Instagram Reels uh, watchers. 
What? Wouldn't you? You know, you could get paid and do that. Her name's Madison. You might want to look her up. She's doing it just to be nice, and so people can have nice, clean toilets to go to the bathroom. Well, I suppose she. Can no, set her she own just schedule. likes to do it. Yeah, are you sure this isn't you, Jill? <laughs> <laughs> I have to have things clean. <laughs> wow. Looking for an exciting new career? I sure am. Are you a chump who will work for free? Huh? Then you need Chump Recruiter, where we're looking for applicants who are willing to work for free. Do you like to clean bathrooms? I, I guess so. Then get a job cleaning bathrooms for free at Chump Recruiter, because you should be happy just to have a job, chump. Uh. Do you like kids? Sure. Then log on to Chump Recruiter and get a job working at a daycare for free if you like kids so much. Wow, you're such a chump. But what if I want to get paid? <laughs> That's not an answer. Chump Recruiter. Get a job working for free, chump. Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Sunny FM. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. All right, here we go. So uh, the Epstein list uh, was delayed, then it wasn't delayed, then it was delayed, then it's not delayed anymore. And we still don't know who's on it. You know. <laughs> Can't find it anywhere. But uh, there is, I, I told you, this is going to be a big nothing burger. This is just to appease people to want to know what happened and who the major leaders are, the corporate presidents and stuff that were on this list. You're not going to find out. So basically yesterday we came out. It said the list is going to be released today. Then it was delayed around 11 a.m. They said, okay, we've got to delay it till January 22nd. Then it wasn't delayed. By 3 p.m. they said, Okay, we're going to release it on a rolling basis. So I guess you have to join a club or get an app. It's like yeah, a but, Netflix movie. Yeah. yeah I it, hate that. We're like, all right, come back next season, which is three years from now. We'll give you five <laughs> other people. Now, the one thing we didn't know is, is that this guy was on the list. David Copperfield. Now, you have to preface it that that doesn't necessarily mean that anything was going on. No, he was, just, no. he was just doing magic tricks. He was making a salami disappear. It was amazing. Hey. Jeez, Rick. Was he, though? Was he? Do we know? Do we have any, like, facts on what he did? Or Well, it says here that uh, he had dinner with Epstein and a few of his victims, according to court documents. Oh. So there you go. Um, he did do some tricks. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> One of the uh, victims said that Copperfield did some magic tricks at the dinner table. Oh, you're not going to have David Copperfield for dinner and have him not do any magic tricks. I that's know. for sure. Right. That's like having Fred Astaire for dinner and he doesn't dance. What am I talking about? Anyway, um, Jeffrey Epstein, the list will be unsealed on a rolling basis. And that's exciting, isn't it? Who's on the list? That Clinton is on the list, and we also know that this gentleman's probably on the list. It was reported that you continue to meet with him over several years, um, and that, in other words, a number of meetings. Um, what did you do when you found out about his background? Well, <laughs> the breath work. Well, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Gates, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that mental preparedness go, okay, try to rectify the fact that you did the thing and now you have to talk about it on national television. Uh, well, he's dead. Did yeah. you see that uh, well, Prince Charles said that the kingdom and him and, I guess, Camilla are going to stand by Prince Andrew regardless of what comes out about no. him? No. They did. 
Whatever. It's his brother. Mm-hmm. Doodling yep. underage girls for money. That's great. Okay. I'm not, and, yeah. You know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. Uh, <laughs> and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you? Anyone else looking looking at this? Well, he's dead, so... <laughs> When you listen to that, and then you that hear, is the most that's the admission of involvement right there. The Prince Andrew's the same way, and that was oh, was she? Yes, I didn't sweat at the time because I um, ha- had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands War when I was shot at. Because he's such a hero, uh, and I simply it, it was it was it was almost impossible for me to to, to sweat. Because didn't his victim say that he was sweating all over her during sex, and he was like, "Well, that couldn't have been me. I don't sweat." Yeah, I don't have any pores. My pores were ironed shut during the war. It, it was it was it was almost impossible for me to to, to sweat. Okay, I can't stand to listen to him. <sighs> That's the most nervous, guilty guy I've ever heard in my life. Dude, they all are. So we're not, we're not going to, I'm telling you, the names that are going to come out, if you see any names, are going to be Joe Engelbert from the Engelbert Corporation. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be people you don't know. The leaders in septic tank construction. Yeah, I mean, we all know there's going to be a ton of celebrities on there. I saw somebody say the other day, be prepared for your favorite celebrity that you look up to to be on that list because they just might be. I can see Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas there caught in a picture with a bunch of naked midgets. Did you say something about midgets? What did yeah. you say? <laughs> I said I could see Alejandro Mayorkas, our Homeland Security, you know, because he's, you know. I mean, it's look at Kevin Spacey. Wasn't he on the list? Apparently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he had like three accusers who mysteriously wound up dead after coming forward. And then he did some, like, weird video over the holidays. Do you see that? No. I didn't see mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey's. What did he do? He did this, like, weird video on his Instagram where he's sitting by the fire, poking the fire, and he's like, people thought I wouldn't give you a holiday message. And he goes, kill them with kindness. And then it just ends. Whatever. That's it's, weird. It is a little creepy and foreboding. Like, he already knows stuff's coming out, so he's having anybody who could testify against him just... Uh-uh. I mean, All I right. don't know. It's speculation. The director of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, is at it again. By the way, they're, they're making like they're impeaching him. I don't buy anything the Republicans are doing. I think they don't do anything. And this is just more theater for everybody to enjoy on the Republican side. But he's out there. He's the one. He, this guy has not done his job since it started back when Homeland Security was under Obama. He hasn't done his job because, you know, it's amazing when they say this. Well, you know, it's a broken border and it's a broken policy and we're working on it every single day to fix. They're not doing anything. They want this to happen, dude. There's one. Look, if Trump becomes president, I hope he does what he promises he's going to do. It'll take 24 hours. Get the military down there. It's not that easy, Rick. You're being simplistic. No, I'm not. If we can send $100 billion to Ukraine to protect their border, we can certainly get our military that is readily available right now, line them up in the border, and that's it. End of the story. Suspend any asylum for the next 365 days. Yeah, yeah. the red tape is an illusion. All you got to do is look at California. Dude, when this- Xi Jinping came to California, Gavin Newsom cleaned the streets, something he's been trying to do for years, overnight. Yeah, for a communist leader. Anyway, Mayorkas is facing impeachment proceedings in the House for his handling of illegal immigration. Uh, Mayorkas blames Governor Abbott, the governor of Texas, the governor whose state pretty much takes up most of the border, except for Arizona, right? 
I mean, they're getting pummeled. There's people living on the border, people who have businesses, farms, and all kinds of production facilities that are being overrun with migrants. Bodies, dead bodies. Every That's unfortunate for the people who are trying to come over here to get a better life. But that's what the system is causing. So it's, it's terrible all the way around. Greg Abbott, he is the governor of that state. He enacted a law. He did an executive order where if you come over illegally, you get arrested. That sounds weird, doesn't it? So now Mayorkas is taking him the task that this is a horrible thing he's doing. That backlog is a powerful example of how broken our immigration system is. And the, the immigration system isn't broken. You're broken. Our government's broken. You're all broken. Mm. If I was a younger man, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of order. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. And for how long it has been broken. Because that backlog existed when I was in the Department of Homeland Security in 2009. It preceded me then. Because you haven't done your job since 2009. You can't do your job. You're incompetent. Any other company that would have somebody like you in there would be fired immediately. But apparently nobody gets fired if you're a Democrat. And it precedes me now in my tenure as a Secretary of Homeland Security. This is the... An agency that was put together, a bureaucracy to protect us from international terrorism, all of a sudden has become this boondoggle of a quarter of a million employees and the director is a buffoon. Okay. As a Secretary of Homeland Security, that three million case backlog has been building for years and years and years. It got much, much worse when U.S. Citizenship and Immigration System uh, uh, Services, the agency within the Department of Homeland Security that administers our legal immigration system, was financially gutted during the prior administration. So wait a minute, hold on. So what you're saying is that you don't have the money to operate our immigration system, but you guys are in Congress screaming to high heaven that you need another $112 billion for Ukraine. Go figure. I don't know. Am I not making any sense? Maybe I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. Nobody makes sense anymore. No. Yeah, that's true. The Justice Department threatening to sue Texas over its new law. But, okay, get so figure that one. For those of you who are still on the fence, like, well, they're doing what they can, and they're just... No, this is all on purpose. They want it. There's 9 million illegals here that have come over in the last two years. It's to change the demographic of this company, of this country, and it's in hopes that all these 9 million, or at least 50% of them, we'll just if half of them, half of them, three and two and a half sizes of Los Angeles, if half of them vote Democrat, they'll be in office forever. Mm-hmm. That's what they're planning on. That's the no whole... Beat that is the entire plan. Oh, you're crazy. Okay. I mean, think about it. It would work. That's why they're trying it. The border is closed. Uh, The American public will look back on this and say we secured our border. 302,000 in December. A record breaker. Nine million since Biden took the office of president. This is a sick story from right here. Pasco County woman. Oh, boy. She admitted to smothering her boyfriend with a pillow. Here's what happened. December 20th, a victim was found dead at their Newport Ritchie home by a health care nurse who went there to take care of him. The victim's live-in girlfriend over 15 years, 69-year-old Margaret Kearney, was at the home at the time of the investigation on December 21st. A friend of Kearney's told authorities that she had several phone calls with Kearney concerning her boyfriend's health status. 
The friend said Kearney expressed disgust with having to care for her boyfriend as he was defecating himself due to the cancer he had. Jeez. And she didn't want to clean it up anymore. Dude. I'm sure he would do the same for you. What is wrong with you? According to the affidavit, the friend said Kearney called her on December 20th and told her she smothered the victim with a pillow <gasps> and he was gone. Kearney also allegedly told her friend that she planned to cover his face with a blanket. This is brilliant. With a blanket so when the nurse came, they would think he just died in his sleep. She thought that was going to work, seriously? They have these things called coroners. They do investigations, autopsies, I mean, the things. They can figure it out. I just feel bad for him. Thinking, like, he's dying. He's got cancer. He thinks his significant other's going to take care of him, and then she kills him. This is pure evil. This is the bottom. This is not even evil. This is evil with just a, just an amount of disgusting, subhuman dirt you can't even imagine. Yeah, see, I don't think people like that deserve to go to prison. I think they should just be done with. Like, you don't deserve anything anymore. You're done. You're just proved that you're a terrible human. Waste of space. We're not going to waste taxpayer dollars on you anymore. We're just not going to do it. What? What? How do you live with yourself? You don't. They, they have no conscience. None. No, she, you think she's in jail right now, worried about it? She's trying to get a cigarette right now. Um, okay, since I made fun of Sunrail from the very beginning, because I always said that's just pretty much in the, the phrase virtue signaling did not exist when Sunrail was ah. put in service. But that's what it was. It was all about Mayor Buddy Dyer. And I like the guy, it's, you know, but I, I can criticize him. And our entire, you know political system here in Orlando wanted to be the ones to step out and look what we're doing for climate change and, and making the city better in the community with the community of the community of the people of community in the community. So uh, we put this train on these freight lines that go nowhere. I mean, if you're lucky, you get dropped off in a decommissioned orange grove and then you have to walk the rest of the way. I always said... And I mean this because I grew up in New York and I worked in Washington, D.C. for a while where the metro is incredible. Mm -hmm. New York's a different story. New York was that was put together 100 years ago. In D.C., they put the trains. Get this. Ready? I, I know this is shocking. They put the trains where people already go. The metro line in D.C. goes down the major highways in the center. You mean so they're actually helpful? Yes, yeah. you get on the metro, and yeah. wherever you stop, you're going to stop at a major intersection. That's where the station is, uh -huh. and you can grab a bus, you can grab a Uber, whatever you need. Yeah, Denver does the same thing. It goes right in the, down the middle of the highway. Yeah, like in 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 Lake Darren Sanford, where it stops. You have, I don't know what you do when you get off the train. There's, there's an apartment complex. Maybe you can go knock on some doors and see if you can get a ride. No, I've noticed that every time I drive down, like through a past a Sun Rail station, other than the one that's in Winter Park, I'm going. How do you get anywhere? There's nothing around this thing. No, you're not commuting unless you work right next to the train station, which is, what, the hospital? So I made fun of Brightline. They got a little pissed at us. But, I mean, I, it was it was just because, you know, you, if, you, if you like to kick back some cocktails and sit on a train to Miami, it's great. But don't get the illusion you're going to be there in 10 minutes. No, it still takes, what, still three-ish hours now? Yeah, they, they were saying stuff. Like, and then and then the day that uh, the train, which is not unusual when you use freight lines for trains, uh, hit somebody at an intersection and killed them. Opening day. Do you remember when, when all the news locally, it took hours before they would report it? Because you know they were scrambling in the well, conference rooms. They had their big... Ta-da, grand opening. It was like every radio station was broadcasting live there. Every news station was broadcasting live. So they're like, we can't talk about it today. Everybody's here. So they had a real problem with all these news stations. And, and you know, we didn't have a problem here. Of course, later on, they got pissed off. But the thing is, we told you the truth. There was a, there was a fatality on the Brightline line during the grand opening. 
Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we got in trouble for actually telling you the truth at the time it happened. Isn't that messed up when you get yelled at for just saying the thing that happened? Yeah. Like, I, we know what happened, but shut up. And it's like, what? Yeah. So anyway, so now I'm going to praise Brightline for a damn good idea because it's about damn time. They're going to buy up. It's going to cost billions of dollars, but this is the way to do it. They're planning on buying lines, train lines, and building train lines along I-4. Genius. To put a rail... This is this is so simple. This is what it should have been put all a, along. Put a rail line between Orlando and Tampa. The bill was uh, filed on Wednesday during the 2024 legislative session that just began. SB 1226, filed by Senate Transportation Chair Nick... Dick Kegley, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like they're going to move forward with this line. Total makes sense. Yeah. I'm shocked. I might have to go home and just relax for a while. Because you're so shocked. Yeah, totally. Here's the mayor. We need this in the Tampa Bay region yesterday. I can't imagine with the group that we had today that there are any reservations at all about the value of Brightline coming into our area. But if there is even any type of doubt it will be erased on that bus ride back to tampa on i-4 because that is one of the most dangerous stretches of highway in the nation okay you don't even have to say that part because it's convenient if it's in the right spot it makes complete sense and it's convenient and people will use it Uh we still to this day have sunrail which doesn't does it still work on weekends or no it doesn't work on weekends right and not past a certain time either yeah and you can't go to the airport so if you want to go downtown have a few cocktails and see a show at the at the uh the, the new Kia something. Harry Ream Center, or whatever it's called. <laughs> you can't because you can't get home. No, you can't get home. They close. If you want to go to the airport, you think that would be the. I mean, I know you can take Brightline, but that's a little stretch. If you want to take Sunrail to the airport, which would that would would that make sense or is it just me? That would just be like, you know, you can't nope. because there isn't there is no Sunrail. That's the thing when it doesn't take you anywhere useful as a commuter. The least you could do is, like, save up some parking in Orlando because there's no parking downtown, especially when they close off the streets on a weekend. You got something happen at the Amway Center. I'm sorry, the Kia Center. Then, you know, there's no parking anywhere without paying $40. Then Brightline would make sense. Park in the spot. Take the train down. Sober up on your train ride back. So congratulations to Brightline and the people behind the new idea. It's great. Oh, yeah. Finally. Good job. Send them a copy of this segment. See if uh, we redeem ourselves. (laughs) I mean, it's an instant train back and forth to Gasparilla. That's That's true. A train full of drunk pirates. That's a good time. That is a good time. (laughs) And finally, President Biden was spotted red-faced in the U.S. Virgin Islands on Tuesday. Is he embarrassed because of the terrible job he's doing? No, he's sunburned because he's always on vacation and never working. You know that, uh, like he's going to be working. Um, He doesn't know where the White House is. Uh, Do you know that uh, Trump, Obama, I mean, I don't know how many presidents, every president gets made fun of for taking so much vacation. Mm -hmm. I actually don't blame them. That I mean, job's going to be horrible. If, yeah, but if you do the hard work, work hard, play hard. I don't see him working hard. Well, it's probably, in this in this case with Biden, I think it's probably a good thing to keep him away from That's anywhere in D.C. Yeah, because yeah, he's already aged enough. I mean, look at Obama. Two terms, that guy would be like, hey, look at me. And then he comes out, he's like, I'm tired, don't talk to me. <laughs> well, have you seen, uh, they did a whole slew of presidents before and after their terms, and they all look like they've aged 20 years. Yeah, dude, second term for Obama, he was probably smoking like four cigarettes at once. That's got to be stressful. <sighs> I'm not saying it's not stressful, but... Anyway, the 81-year-old had full sunburn on display yesterday as he shook hands in St. Croix at the airport. Didn't he have skin cancer? What's he doing in the sun? I don't know. 
Most of the more than 1 million skin cancer diagnosed in the U.S. each year are considered sun-related, according to American Cancer Society. So not a good idea, like you just said of the president. Well, I thought he had something removed that was benign. I thought he had had something. No, no, I I got the vaccine. Yeah, his... sun uh, vaccine? Okay, cool. (laughs) What they say here is that... he shouldn't have exposed his deep V of his unbuttoned collar. Biden's sunbird comes from a cancerous skin lesion that was removed from his chest during the annual physical last February, yeah, and see, he shouldn't knew, be doing that. Yeah, I knew he had something removed. Dude, the guy is 81. What is, you know? I mean, at this point, what do you got to lose? If yeah. I'm 81, I'm going to be like, if throw I want to go in the sun, I'm doing it. Throw me under the radiation. What, is, what does it matter at this point? Yeah, hi, folks. It's President Biden, the, the, the president. I can't come to the phone right now because I'm on vacation. I'm partying, having some fun in the sun, boy. So, so call me back another time when I'm not on vacation. Okay, bye. Hey, you've reached the voicemail of Joe Biden again. I'm on another vacation, so I can't answer the phone. Can't answer it. I'm on a second vacation, different from the other vacation I was on. Me and Vice President Pamela Paris are drinking pina coladas and Metamucil and having a great time, Jack. Call back later. Later. Yeah, it's Biden again. I'm on two vacations at once. Can you believe that? I didn't even know that was possible. I'm the best at vacationing, man. Leave a message. Message. Wake up, everybody! Stream the Rick Stacy Morning Show at 1059sunnyfm.com. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. I'm sorry. I'm heavily medicated right now, and words aren't exactly coming out of my mouth like they normally do. How are you, man? I'm just trying to get through one more day. (laughs) One more day, and I can do it. Almost there. Um... This Sunday is the busiest day of the year for dating apps. So if you're single and you're on the dating apps, apparently that's the place to be tomorrow. Um, They call it Dating Sunday. According to Tinder, it's the first Sunday in January. Busiest day. Uh, They predict that 519 Tinder bios will be edited with over 2,000 photos added each minute. And there's a 22% increase in messages sent on Tinder. Is Tinder still a thing? Do people still do that? But Tinder's not a dating app. It's a... It's a, it, yeah, it's, it's a hooking up it's app. It's a boom boom app. Yeah. Because I thought things like eHarmony and Match.com yeah. were the ones where you want like a serious relationship. Yeah. I remember when I got divorced, I looked at eHarmony, but it was like, I, I was tired just reading the, the it's profile. It's a long survey. We have 57,000 compatibility things you need to take and tests and blood tests. I think and- my ex-husband tried to go on there and we were helping him. He asked me to help him like do his dating profile because he tried, I forget which one he wound up going on. But the, he said the same thing about eHarmony, and he said it's so long. It's like you have to write an essay. You have to yeah, take this no, thing. He was like, it's no. so much work. But then he tried to do a free trial. What one was it? I think I want to say it was Bumble or Plenty of Fish that when you do the f- free trial, maybe it was eHarmony. When you do the free trial, there's all these like beautiful women, and he said <laughs> yeah, they're of all gorgeous. And then he said, then when the free trial runs out and you start paying, he's like, where'd they go? <laughs> Where, where are they at? I don't know. Hi, I'm Kathy. <laughs> um, but this is kind of interesting. Some people are ditching dating apps for Google Docs. Did you hear about this? No, what? This has a new trend, um, having daters deleting apps like Tinder and Bumble and creating a resume of sorts and then sharing it in Google Docs on a public page called Date Me Directory. It's like a database of all the documents and you can literally search like you would search a resume for jobs, you can search resumes for somebody to date. So people are doing that instead of, I don't know if it's because it's free or maybe they feel like 
they can find out more about you or what. How, but, do, you, how do you get there? Um, oh, here it is. See. No, no, I did. Do you see it? Yeah, date me, do- um, date date me, me docs. Dire- date me director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's look at Lana, 35 years old. Okay, go. He goes to Instagram. They use his in- oh, Okay. What does it say? That's not real. And no, it's just, it's, it's, in, it's in the Instagram photos of Lana. Of course, the, every shot is her boobs. Every shot is her boobs? Let me see. <laughs> you can see it. It's, it's um, Lana. Hang on, I'm coming. This is like Tinder stuff here. He's really coming in here, isn't he? He wants to see boobs. You distracted him. She's pretty, though. I mean, you know, here it is. This is uh, Lana. She's 35. How many pictures are up, though? Do you have a photo gallery? It's her photo gallery dedicated to uh, Date Me Docs on Instagram. Okay. So I guess you set up the photos you want people to see, and there's a link that goes right to your Instagram page. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not, I mean, you know. A lot of filters in here, though. That's a nice picture. She's cute. I mean, you know, again, on the pictures, look at that. That was like, you know that these pictures were, you know, 10 heavily years ago. Edited. Well, I think everybody wants oh, yeah. to put their best foot forward, so they put heavily edited photos what on there. under that tattoo? See that? What is okay. that? Yeah. Are we All done? Right, let's pick another one. Sandy. Let's. You want 21-year-old? That's Justin. Oh, you and the guys? Great. No, here's Daria. Dar- oh, no, no, no. Go about back up. Nikita. Nikita will rip your face off. No, no, Daria looks like she would axe you. (laughs) Yeah, she does look like she does. She looks like she's ready to sharpen the blade. Here's 25-year-old male. That's not it. Oh, God, who's going to date this guy? Stop it. He might be really funny. It's Pete Buttigieg with glasses. He's mixing mixing bottom shelf liquor with Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's not good. Did you see the meme about funny guys? It was hilarious. It said one girl said, see, that's the thing about funny guys. You meet one, and they might not be the best looking dude ever. And I've dated a couple funny guys that weren't like the cutest thing in the world. But the meme I saw yesterday said, that's the thing about funny guys. It's like, ha, 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 then you're naked. All right, so Ian Ziering, we were talking about him the other day. He's the guy in Sharknado. He was also in Beverly Hills 90210. The story went that he was driving around L.A. on New Year's Eve, and there was some kind of altercation with what they called a biker gang. This is before I saw the video. This is how the story read. And that he got out of the car, and there was this big fight, and he ran after them. Well, it turns out that isn't really what it was. First of all, it wasn't a bike gang. I mean, it kind of was. They're called the 605 Mini Bike Gang, so there's that. Uh, there's there's two of them. Mini bikes, like in little like, scooters? Like mini mopeds. Yeah, they're like... Like like know. like uh, look like little tricycles, like big wheels, just yeah. tiny little motor. I'm thinking in my head when you told the story, Jill, originally. Yeah, Harley's. Like, yeah, big beefy, you know, hell thinking like it's exactly. biker gang with chains and stuff. And meanwhile, it's like it's a Vespa, it's a pink Vespa. Like what's right. his name in the Nespresso a commercial? Vespa's bigger. These are like the tiny little um, who makes them? I think Honda, the little Grom ones that look like. Oh, you're gonna- oh, the uh, the ones you drive. Even mine's bigger than those. They're just small. Yeah. So they, they're, they're two guys from this 605 mini bike gang. Like, why do you even have to have... That's embarrassing. But okay. Skateboard gang. Right. Uh, Roy and Nocturnal are their names. They said they tried to cut their bikes off while they were doing something called a legal lane split. And they claim that Ian got out of his car... Um, on his own and started the fight himself. Yeah, I saw some video that sh- he runs up to them. Yeah, that's... smacking the guy. For the- what? Why? He claims that they zoomed by him and almost hit his car. No, they were were splitting lanes. So when he got back up, caught up to them, he got out of his car and confronted them. Here's the bikers. What most likely happened was that dude was just going through some real personal issues that morning. That's why this is such a big deal. There's no before. That's it. The video is it. I mean, I I could probably get the video of the whole buildup before, but 
There's no buildup. This is all Ian's fault. I know what happened. Uh, this happens. There's a lot of states where splitting lanes. You know what splitting lanes is? Where you go in between? You go in between the cars. Mm-hmm. That's legal. In New York City, uh, the cops will actually tell you if you're on a motorcycle, come on, get in the lane, get right. split the lane and get out of here. And uh, some people don't like that. They get offended because they've been sitting in traffic for 10 minutes and they get antsy and then they see a guy on a motorcycle go by. They want to kill him. Right. That's what that is. And what is that said. legal here? Not, mm-hmm. not in Florida. No. Should be. Anyway. I'd be it's pretty anticlimactic. If you see the video, it's like a nerd fight. Yeah, it's, he punched them. Yeah, he went up and started. They're like, Bunch what are you mini, doing? Mini bikers. <laughs> and they all jump off and they're like little hoodies because they're like... Dude, my not- neighborhood <laughs> the other night had, speaking of mini bikes, I'm sitting on the couch and this is over the break and I hear all of this rumbling and, the, and I'm like, oh, there's some bikers, you know, not, not big motorcycles, but the, a lot of kids ride the mopeds around the neighborhood and... It gets really loud to where like the building starts shaking. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I go out on my balcony, I look down. There must have been 45 uh, mini bike gang members. <laughs> and they were all down there. Now, people from the bar downstairs ran out and they were yelling at them because what they were trying to do was they were going down the street trying to pop wheelies. They'd fall off their bike and their bike would go flying into a car or flying into where people oh. were standing. Ooh. So people were coming out of the bars going, what the hell are you doing? They're cursing. I'm going, get out of here. You can't do that. You're going to wind up killing someone. You're going to wind up destroying property. So now they're all there. They're all revving their engines. Heart, uh, cars are trying to get by. They can't. They're honking. The guy, the kids are all just sitting there. They're teenagers. They, they were like mm-hmm. 15, 16 year olds. Yeah, punks. Right as they start revving their engines, it was like karma. A cop car drives up. Oh. Face to face. It was like chicken. It was like the cop car is facing them, and like the whole group of them are facing the cop. Cop mm-hmm. turns his lights, lights on, and they scatter like cockroaches. Like, can't get all of us. <laughs> and so Got the majority of them went down the street, and the cop just very calmly was like, whoop, whoop, and just like went down the street like, I can't get all of you, but I'll get some of you. But it was Oof. interesting. I was like, what is going on here? Do we got a mini gang, a mini gang bike and bike gang here in Baldwin Park? What's going on? Yeah. We'll get you set up with one, Jill. Don't worry. Little rich kids, yeah. I want to be a member. <laughs> um, Jill going down the street on her scooter, dragging a pipe behind her. I want to pay Blurring one. metal music. <laughs> um, Hermes, you know what Hermes is? It's a, no. it's a handbag. Very expensive handbag. designer yeah. brand. Oh. And they design things that rich people will pay stupid amounts of money for. Handbags? Mm-hmm. They have everything. No. Um, they, it's like they have the Birkin bag. Do you know what a Birkin bag no. is? A Birkin bag is a purse. Let me see. How much money does I this go for? I don't hang at Ball of Millennium. Well, it's, um, a Birkin bag is like $35,000, $40,000. Oh. Maybe even more than that. And there's like a waiting list. Like you can't go get a Birkin bag if you want one now. Do you? I mean, is this the kind of store you go to where you have to wait online and then the guy with the suit comes on and has a clipboard? In LA, probably not. Here, probably yes. At Mall of Millennium, once I saw a store, not the the other one that's expensive. I don't know. Well, there's a Tiffany store. T- in, was um, a, no, not the jewelry. There's a Louis it was Vuitton bags. store. Louis Vuitton uh-huh. had a line out the door with these gorgeous, you know, Baroque looking looking face uh-huh. model-esque women, women with clipboards uh-huh. and you would have to sign in uh-huh. yeah. and then stand online and be escorted into the store. I yeah, because it's all an appointment-based thing and they give you champagne. It's like, yeah. you're paying a lot, but you, you it's an experience. I only went into a Louis Vuitton store once and it was in LA and I felt like Julie Roberts, a pretty woman. Right. And I walked in and I was like, I can afford the keychain. Which was still like four hundred dollars. That's why you see like a lot of people that'll have like the the Gucci belt or the wallet, but nothing else. Uh huh. I mean, that'll tap you right there. I'm the first person to say I have one Louis Vuitton bag, and it was my mother's from the '70s, and she gave it to me. And I don't, I don't have a my purse. You see my purses? I have, I have like a big Free People bag, and it's like a satchel. I have like a Mary Poppins purse. Louis Vuitton bags aren't big enough for me. How much is this? 
I don't think this would fit you. Well, I didn't ask if it would fit. I asked how much it was. That was. How much is this, Marie? It's very expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive. No, I went well, to I another store and I was like, oh, sale. So I went in with my friend who lives there. So she was super bougie already. So we walk in. I'm like, let's go on the sale rack. The sale rack, the jeans on the sale rack were 425 And I was like, I don't belong in this city. I just have wow. to go to the airport and go home. I well, I've got money to spend in here. I don't think we have anything for you. But now Hermes came out. People are mad because they came out with an envelope. It's an envelope. Like a paper? Like a paper envelope, and it's $125. And they're saying, we're literally just a joke now for rich people. <sighs> Get ready for the most luxurious office supply experience of your life. It's Hermes Office Max, where we have the finest office supplies you've ever seen. You'll love our $125 envelopes, our $1,300 paperweight. Need a stapler? You'll love our $10,000 jewel-encrusted staplers. Uh, I just need a laser printer. Then try our jewel-encrusted $20,000 printer, and it prints jewel-encrusted paper. Uh, no. I just need... An office chair? We have the finest finest jewel-encrusted swivel chairs for just $200,000. And they're adjustable. I just want regular office stuff. Then be gone, peasant. Hermes Office Max. Stop by today. You know? I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. You stupid idiot, smarty pants. Stupid, stupid idiot. Stupid news with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. First story. A man is suing a surgeon after he ended up in the red... I'm sorry. Let's back up. Obviously, I wasn't ready for this. Yep. You know what it is? Static electricity from the cold weather we're having. Does that sound like a good excuse to you, Smoke? Uh, it sounds like there's butter in the buttons again. Yeah. The man is suing a surgeon after he ended up in the red after penis enlargement surgery. Oh. I want to laugh, okay. but it hurts too much. Inter Turkman said. is his name. Is a banker from Turkey who was looking to add some length to his 4.7 inch. Wonder Worm? Whoa. <laughs> In legal documents, Turkman claims Dr. Haluk Solmez assured him of an increase of 1.1 inches in both length and girth. However, wow. once the surgery was the surgery was completed, I'm taking Jill's pills, Turkman <laughs> found himself four-tenths of an inch deficient and covered in scars. Turkman is now seeking half a million lira or over $16,000 in American money and compensation. I mean, if you went in for a procedure hoping to be bigger and you came out a fourth of an inch, ten, what is it? How many? If you came out smaller, you'd be mad. It was, uh, he was expecting an increase of 1.1 inches and he actually got a four tenths of an inch deficiency. And the uh -huh. scars, too. I mean, probably looked like a beat up shark. So we'll be detaching your <laughs> sexual organ at the base by making incisions here, here, and here. Got it. Leaving a partial length of severed urethra to be threaded through. Oh, a oh yeah. God. All right. So this is hard to believe because I've played Tetris till just my thumbs hurt. Uh, oh, I love level the, nine. I can't get past. No, a certain level. You just it just oh, it becomes a blur. The thing's coming down. It's right. like I can't. You know, I don't have that kind of a brain. But this 13 year old does apparently. Uh, first kid ever to defeat Tetris. Defeated Tetris. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh. And he won an inhaler. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. Um, it might sound hard to believe, but after 37 years, the first 13-year-old to ever play the game and beat it. What does oh that look gosh. like? It's 120 levels. What is what is going on at level 119? Is that stuff just spraying down? Like, like so I, fast? How could you do it? 
I don't know. Hand eye coordination must be amazing. I mean, you'd need even more. Th- like, you'd have to be so fast. Because, like I said, I get to level nine, and there it's nonstop, just it's faster than terminal velocity. You Aren't couldn't you catch tired? it. I don't know. His name is Blue Scotty, and uh, his uh, points were 6,850,560. beat the game. Dude. It went to an end. Oh, my God. I didn't gosh. even know it had an end. I didn't yeah. either. I used to have a Tetris addiction in high school. I was late for my classes first thing in the morning because I'd be stuck in my car just trying to get up level nine. They're like, you're going to be late. I'm like, I can't level nine. <laughs> I only had one teacher that understood. but <laughs> All right. And finally, this is really strange, stupid news. Uh, most surprising trend of the new year so far, um, according to the, you know, it's the, anyway, social media users are joking about the new trend. It is resetting your virginity. I don't think you can do that. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. According to uh, people who are doing it, it's a 2024 reset of all our body counts. Yeah. Why? I mean, you. Do, I think it's just to make you feel less guilty for being a whore the year before. Yeah, and you know who's kicking this off? Celebrities Hugh uh, Jazz on X is one of them. I don't know who that is. Little that's, Nazi. That's, li- that's a little Nazi. Listen to the name. Huh? Hugh Jazz. Hugh Jazz. Oh, okay. Is she from OnlyFans or something? Yeah, and if you go to the uh, social media where people are posting their resets, you can hear the Madonna song playing in the background. That's probably a requirement. Oh. You know, for what? To make yourself feel better? I don't know what it's for. It's uh, to eliminate the shame surrounding how many people you slept with. Just be you. Yeah, and I think once that's done, it's done. It's not like you're going to... There's no reset button. No. Sorry. But in your brain, if you want to do that, go for it, you virgin. Even though I've had lots of sex, my body counts renewed. I pretend I'm celibate, though it's not true. Every year, list is cleared of hookups with some This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. 
There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.